1: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Oh, good stats. This Week in League. With 750 grand per year to spend, Corey Norman will be able to afford a homebrew kit that isn't attached to a
2: uterus. Jesus Haine performing miracles, turning routers into whiners.
1: What does James Roberts and Wayne Bennett's wife have in common? These days, they're both getting punished with a softer rod.
2: And we preview all the action for round 25 of the 2016 NRL season.
1: All that and more this week in league. (music) Welcome to episode 236 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, buddy? Good, man. How's that light going over there?
2: It's off. The light's off. Excellent. It's propped up, held away from anywhere I can touch it, and it's at an angle where I can see. Where well, you can see. it. I can see, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to keep
1: Leo. I'm not, I'm not looking at your dick all episode. What I'm actually doing is um <laughs> just looking at that light. <laughs> I can see the light. <laughs> so uh, yeah, look. It was uh, <laughs> we knew we knew what was, we knew what was coming. I mean, because at the time, we were like, oh, fuck, okay, when did it go back to? And we sort of, we knew what we were dealing with, we are dealing with 20 minutes or something. And at the end of the day, in a two-hour sort of situation, the... Thank fuck it wasn't the whole episode, that's, yeah, all, that's all I'm saying. Thank fuck. And now I know to, to actually keep an eye on, like, the waveforms and the thing as well, and make sure I'm still seeing shit there.
2: Yeah, I'm just and, keeping you honest. Yeah,
1: because sometimes, like, when I'm editing, like, sometimes the... Especially if you're, like, pasting other files in, like, um, with the other shows I do, and they're not done in person, they're done, like, over Skype. So yep. so the other the other host will, will record their side of the conversation locally so the so that the, the sound is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, grainy Skype sound. Yep. And so it's perfect, and I'll just t- chuck them in Dropbox, and we'll just drag them all together. And so it sounds like it's perfect. You know, we're right there. Yep. Like, sounds exactly the same as this. But, um... And... So, <laughs> there's no waveforms you can see, and when you drag another file in... Sometimes it takes a while for the program to process it and actually show those waveforms there. So I don't never really thought of it as a if they weren't there, I was like, that's okay. It'll catch up. It'll process. It'll you will know, it. process and it'll yeah. it'll you know they'll, they'll they'll turn up there eventually. But uh, yeah, no, for this one they're gonna they're gonna need to be there live. <laughs> and I can sort of see them there live now. So
2: yeah, so we're all good. Yeah, no, I didn't have a good tech week last week. No, <laughs> Yeah, go going to tell them the I, other one. I was last <laughs> week I, I was a working single dad. Yeah, all <laughs> of last week. Um, and was running on about two and a half hours sleep.
1: You mad, mad respect now for an <laughs>
2: Um, and I, again, I'd gotten home and, uh, went to throw a little bit of dinner together for myself. I'd already fed the boys their, yep. their fresh veg and lean meats and all that good stuff. And I've gone the old Campbell's. And I've just whacked the full can in the microwave, set it on for two and a half minutes, and walked off.
1: So how how far, and, how, far how far did it get through the two and a half minutes?
2: I have no idea, but it made a noise that wasn't good.
1: Oh yeah, was well, yeah, yeah, all sparks fly. So, yeah. it's, like, yeah, it's a beautiful um, thing.
2: Yeah, so that was a trip to the good guys. Oh, you did fuck so, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like at the end of the day, the microwave got it worse than the show did. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that's fuck. The moral of the story is. <laughs> Your missus.
2: Be nice to your wife so she doesn't leave here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you, yeah. you you got it coming.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, she's a trooper. She was um, having some pretty serious surgery and Did she find out about the microwave? Came out the other end.
1: Like when did she find out? Did you, did she see oh there's a new microwave or
2: fuck that, same make and model. <laughs> yeah. As far as she's concerned, I cleaned it. <laughs> good good thing.
1: Good thing she doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> As we always do at the start of the episode, welcome to the new listeners. Um, thanks for stopping by. And I, I said it last week. You know, it was like there was a big spike of about thirty percent last week. Fucking, uh, I, was, I was uploading the MMA podcast, which is on the same hosting um, in the same account dashboard as the, as the uh, this week in the league. And I was uploading that last night. And, I, and this week in leagues, like the default show for the account, so the little stats graph you see there. And I'm like, huh the fucking the spike was fucking that bigger again on last week like last week the day day one of release last week was like the third biggest day in the history of the show across and that's going back to like a second or third only to two days that occurred sequentially next to each other back in in like whenever the fucking apple the uh, featuring thing
2: happened. Yeah, yep, yeah, like, I remember
1: that. Yep, that was massive. And yeah, and those days were significantly bigger than ne- than these days. But still, this is the clear third. And I, cause I, I remember looking like it was—it's easily the biggest day this year. And so I remember, I just—I remember like expanding the graph right out. So I just had graphs from across the entire time we've been hosted on that on, mm. on that hosting thing. And it was just like that one was massive. And then were two, all the way down here on the left, there were two, there was another big one. And there were two days they were so close to each other, right next to each other. But um. Fucking! I, I would love to know where they're coming from. Welcome everybody. Let us know if you if you are new. As of like literally like last week was the first time you listened to it because there's it, it, literally it, it amounts it amounts to probably like it'd be like two thousand people like the that hit it on day one that didn't normally. So I don't know whether it's it's and like the this and the stats of the the episodes. It's not like it's people who listen to it on Sunday. Yeah. And they've just brought their timetable. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's actually like new people. And so if you if you're from the last two weeks, the first episode you listened to was one of the last two weeks. Where and you found out about it somewhere that we may not know about? Let us know because I'm I'm fucking baffled to be honest. Now, and I don't if uh,
2: if you are new, yes, either jump onto Twitter, yes, at TWI League, mm-hmm. or if you do not Twitter, jump onto this week in League on Facebook. Yep. If you if you're happy for us to know your name. Or if you're not happy for us to know your name, go and create a burner email address and yeah. send an email to...
1: And if you've got one of those accounts on Facebook where... No, but if you've got one of those accounts on Facebook where, you, where, where it's, like, it's like, you know, Bob Bob and Jenny Smith, like, don't even fucking worry about it, mate. If you're, one of those, if you're one of those joint account motherfuckers, like, for starters, go wait till your wife goes to bed, go, go in downstairs to the fucking breakfast bar or wherever you keep your keys, look for a fucking purse, find your balls, get them out, reattach and make your own Facebook account, then interact with the show, we'd be happy to talk to you. But you can send an email as well to hello at thisweekinleague.com and, and, and more unsuccessfully than that, you can even even put a comment on the comment section of the website, which you know periodically get seen six months later yeah <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm in the that's dashboard mean. of the
2: of the, of how the, of the fu- content how fun management. is that that having your own Facebook page now is now a stamp of masculinity oh,
1: well I don't know if it's a stamp of masculinity as much as not having one is a stamp of just absolute fucking cook old fucking <laughs> 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 like if it, like if I'm having trouble and that's how you, like if the trust issues are that bad that you can't, <laughs> have your own f- even if you were like, let's say, let's say you were like a, a, a let's say you were absolutely fucking slut, and you're mm. all and you're all over the place, you got caught, and yep. even then, to <laughs> to fucking emasculate yourself <laughs> by going into this fucking <laughs> subservient Facebook account relationship
2: situation, I've, I've got to sleep, a sleeper Facebook account.
1: A sleeper one. Well, yours yeah. is like an alias. It's not your real name.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, it. So, yeah. but uh, I've I've got a sleeper one, which was from my single days.
1: <laughs> is that the one? that, is that the one? No. that no, you got another no, one. Oh, an okay. old one.
2: <laughs> 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 it's
1: bad. And wasn't and wasn't that old one? It's just it's just stuff you just don't. You couldn't be fucked deleting it. You just so you just had
2: to like push it into. A, no. Push it down a hole. No, it's pretty much you know on on the day that my wife finally realises that she can do better.
1: Um, oh, you I'll go back You go back and go Bitches Daddy's home I'm back <laughs> Daddy's home Where's my yeah. bitches there? And they're like Oh you know I've got four kids <laughs> The wheels are falling Off this wagon mate
2: <laughs> More middle love Yeah
1: More cushion For the pushing <laughs> So speaking of Facebook though <laughs> um, David because Facebook, yeah. you I don't know if people want their last names. You know, they don't want their, their shit put out on you know, broadcast, yeah. But David, he uh, he commented and uh, and it said, "Lazarus, the Hutchins choking joke nearly made me swerve off the road. I was cacking so hard. I'll never look at a Mars bar the same way again." <laughs> That's a scar. New listener, love your work. Thank you, sir. Welcome. And um, great, <laughs> great to hear of your new experience. I'll tell you what. <laughs> tangential the tangent here. I, like, I wanna get it out there just see if anyone can give me the answer to this. It's got nothing to do with football or anything, but this morning I was driving out to fucking buttfuck Idaho to pick up this dog from a dog breeder. Yep. And like I understand the I understand the appeal of like living on like acreage and you know, like having yeah. some fucking land. Yep. I, I get that. Like peaceful, yeah, you know, I get it. But
2: um Somewhere like Toowoomba.
1: Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. I, I mean, something very near and dearest. You know, decide to have you know have have a, a green change. What do they call them? It's tree a cha- change. The tree change. Okay.
2: Tree change.
1: Yeah. Fucking hick <laughs> change. <laughs> but, but um, and like I understand people who have like trucking businesses and things like that. They they need they want to have these motherfucker sheds on their you know yep. and stick their shit. in that, yep. that's that's cool. I get that. But holy fuck! Driving the fuck out the like out the back of like switch somewhere like fucking rosewood or like you know out past Willowbank and hmm. and then the road is you off this road and it's funny the road just goes from like a normal road like one lane each way, then it goes to the uh, the road about five feet wide of of, of, of like asphalt yeah. and then it's just dirt and fucked up and it was pissing down with the rain no. so first time the the, the truck went off road basically and um thank fuck we, we took the four wheel drive but um on the way passing through I think it was around like Yamanto. 10 a.m. It was eight minutes past 10 because I looked on the clock. Because at one of those little deviation things that go just off the side of the highway where they might pull, you know, trucks, inspect trucks and things like that, yep. The cops were waving every third person through, as you do, doing an RBT, yes. At 10 a.m. in the morning, yep. There were about 10 officers there, multiple cars of big, the big ass testing thing, yep. What the fuck are these country-ass hicks doing out there what I that, would, that would necessitate an RVT at 10am for the amount of people they catch
2: to, yeah.
1: to, to reimburse to the just amount of money, the there, to justify like yeah. 10 offices and 3
2: cars and all this bullshit? What, what I would assume, um, and yes, although it is very fucking hicky to be having RVTs at 10 in <laughs> the morning, what I would assume is out there you yeah. would have um, large numbers of factories and or manufacturing Possibly. And a, a large of cows. number of
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this cow with his head twisted around upside down, chewing on the electric fence. That was drunk, funny too. Drunk bovines. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they should have tested that cow.
2: And so you'd have a lot of people on shift work. And yeah, I dare say that when you went past there, would have been say an hour after it's they like knocked off that shifts yeah. Yeah. Yep. change. change over, yep. So the nine o'clock guys yep. are clocking on, yep. and the bloke sort of worked night shift have stopped Hmm, and and they've had their post-work bricky (laughs) beers. So it's actually probably quite ingenious.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm positive there's a good reason for it. I just didn't know what it was because there's no way that they would be dedicating so many resources to this thing. No, no, no. You know, and and today was a bust because, you know, an hour or so later, we've we've had to go like an hour past there and then turn around, you know, come back. And so two hours later we go past there again and there was one car parked there. Mm. and the cops are all gone yeah. so they've only got one guy essentially that had to leave his shit there and get taken away either
2: that or, or they got 30 really quick and yeah.
1: all the, <laughs> the towies <laughs> had already been through <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was, uh, that was my adventure of the day now um, yeah, let's go to the mailbag um, <laughs> this week in technical Jay issues <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> it's Matsy. well aren't you a bright spark Jay <laughs> uh, kick at the hunt Look, if real dad runs out on us, at least get a stepdad who knows how to be a dad. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love the, the way that these, these things just organically form through the years. <laughs> this whole real dad, stepdad situation that someone started and became a thing. Uh, Voodoo Rock. If you can hear Jay on the latest this week and Lee, congratulations, you passed your hearing test. Hashtag careless whisper great great title that's, for the show that was a yeah. great title uh the blue steelers can you please fucking tape or glue that mute, mute button so techno retard doesn't ever have the chance to fuck it up again <laughs> Hash <fuck's> sake, cunt. <laughs> some of the criticism is harsher than some of the other criticism Look, um, at, at the end of the day i am yeah.
2: in full admittance that it's basically just not pressing a button yeah yeah and that's what i felt at at not pressing a button
1: and I'm 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 pretty sure that the, neither Glenn nor myself actually hit that button at any stage in <laughs> like six years. <laughs> and you've told twice a year you've done it. So I mean, there's a clear like behavioural issue needs to be corrected <laughs> for the newspaper across the nose. Spray um, bottle. Tw- <laughs> um at twill only. So Nathan of Podcasts, can you please get Dick Fingers a headset and Mike and zip tie his hands behind his back, please? <laughs> well, sir, in fact, it is a headset, mic for a headset, Mike, I mean, maybe a wireless one you need. You mean, because yeah, like something that, the wire is the biggest fucking problem. Maybe that's an off-season thing, upgrade these fuckers to wireless, because it would be so, it, just the fucking desk hassle, you know, with stuff getting knocked over, yeah. it'd be good. Um, Blue underscore Beaver. You know what, I can, I yep. can
2: see those big... Thirty style silver fucking things.
1: Yeah, with the boom, so boom coming yeah. out of the back there. Yeah. Mount cool. those motherfuckers. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh blue underscore beaver. The Tommy Turbo effort slash cryface is the same one I make when Jay mutes his mic. <laughs> 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 Hash stepdad unplugged. <laughs> Mitch Doyle thirteen. That was the most... And then then it turned around, to <laughs> Tequila doing the previews. Mitch Doyle 13, that was the most insightful and even-handed preview segment in a long, long time. Great stuff. <laughs> and look, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pass down my legacy, which is basically being a Gronk, um, to, to this child and... and you know, teaching the things he needs to know about you know the storm being cheats and you know, yep. the eels being cheats and the dogs being cheats, the Broncos being cheats, Cronulla being cheats, like you know
2: all you know. Jamie 50, Lyon 15, being 15, a diving cunt Has that come up? Jamie
1: Lyon being being a legend and you know because my son's name is Killian, you know nickname becomes Killer. There's an association there. Slip that one in because the wife wouldn't let me have Menzies as his middle name, <laughs> so he's got the Killer there yeah. and so she so he's he's down low still got the manly name. Um,
2: you know that that'll be like you know, this poor kid's going to grow up and realise who he's named after it'd be like some poor kid in southeast asia somewhere whose nickname's pol pot
1: yeah but i mean he played he 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 played a such a fucking great game for the fucking cambodian the i mean you want to talk about fucking you want to, you want to talk about brutal hits like, i mean that fucking guy he took out. He took out. He took out teams single handedly. I mean, he was. That, he was that good. I mean, you were talking about X Factor? <laughs> About the execute factor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's where it originated.
1: Boom! Problem solved. I've got yeah, no nice. problem with that term now. All of a sudden, um, uh, but the point, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing and teach him to be an absolute grok and hate every other side, but it hasn't quite taken yet. Which is why he was so even handed and and why he didn't gro- like I had him primed to grok off on some stuff and he just and he just didn't know yeah, came down to it. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do
2: it. He was he was just too nice. Um, I'd, I'd say that's because of he his, was getting ready mom, to, his mother's influence making him an even-handed, he was, productive he was member of society.
1: The, he was getting ready to go on the Tigers and the Client thing. Like, he, when, when Glenn had come over, you know, there was times when I would had him primed to say stuff about Tigers and the Client, and he'd say it and just like you know, piss himself off yeah. because he knew what he was saying. Uh, Demetheia. Good no killers not exposed to the debauchery of Twill because he would never have chosen the Tigers. As <laughs> Tigers and the Client. Yeah, that was, that's yeah. the Uncle Glenn thing. He loves Uncle Glenn. Um, and... Um, D. Matea also went on to say, great compassion from the young fellow, supporting the mentally challenged, great parenting, bud. <laughs> Hashtag parenting 101, hashtags in the club. And, and I'll, have, I'll have you guys know, actually, when, when these comments came <gasps> through, and there were a couple that came through sort of back to back to back on the Thursday, sort of, you know, mid-morning or whatever, and he was homesick from school, so I... Um, and so I did show him the ones, you know, thankfully when people are talking about him, they weren't swearing in their tweets <laughs> or anything, so, so I'm showing him, and yeah, he got a kick out of, um, you know, being internet famous. Uh, Caleb Shanks, how good was Killer on this weekend league? Didn't mute his mic once. It was so nice to have a professional back in the co-host. <laughs> 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 uh, haha ha Killer's a champion. I think crazy's met, met Killer before at footy. Uh, Sexy underscore Bethany 97. Nate, you got to make Killer a weekly feature on the show. He's so adorable. Yeah, unfortunately, we're normally recording well after his bedtime, and it's uh, recorded, yeah. edited and uploaded all while he's sleeping on Wednesday nights.
2: Although the only thing <coughs> funnier than a cute kid is a cute kid he, who's just been woken up. <laughs> Doesn't know where he is, probably.
1: <laughs> uh, Kim W. Johnson, goodbye, stepdad, bring on stepson. That was classic. <laughs> uh, Tater underscore chips, and no offence, Nate, real dad and stepdad, but Killer is the goat podcast host. Okay, <sighs> Spudsy, whatever you reckon. Uh, Lynch Shields, oh, just heard the last bit with Killer. What a champ, hash legend. Um, Ma underscore Aaron, stepson, better than stepdad. <laughs> Common thing, uh, Landry and Matt. I said that that the, the the careless whisper was the great fucking title for the potential title for the show. Landry and Matt comes in and trumped. He said you should have called it more killer, less filler. Paraman MK two best match previews ever. Has killer the co-host. I couldn't do it every week. Can you imagine how much the show would change. I would have to self censor myself. Like every minute of the show that's going through I have to I'm consciously last, you know
2: it'll last three weeks it wouldn't even last that there, long there'd be one episode with a gradual incline in shits then go, the odd F-bombs the episode would go over for 40
1: minutes because I minute. would be I'm too afraid to say anything I just feel like I can't
2: express myself by week nine you'd have Docs knocking on your front door as your kids in here calling somebody <laughs> a good for nothing cum dumpster <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: talking about, he's talking telling kids t- telling kids in school like you know about you know, you know stuff about you know about his japs eye and stuff <laughs> um, Paul Mac underscore 78 the role of dad on Twill is like a telenovela. this week our new dad was our real Dad's son <laughs> <laughs> Ash twilly novella our uh, Dean K88 I only just had time to finish this week's episode. killers all time hash team killer hash smart kid he must have picked the chookies. Must have. Um so it's fucking on um you probably would have went through this with your kid as well. Um like this was, was like the book week at school yeah. and stuff and he yeah, had did he have a yeah. dress up day where he'd dress up for something out of his book? Out his um, favourite book or out of a book or whatever.
2: Yeah, he did. Uh no, his he was uh training that day. Okay. So didn't get to do the the booky yeah. stuff they were training.
1: So we had the dre- the dress up thing on what do no, yesterday, Tuesday, and um, <clears throat> and he and he, one of his 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 friend at school, and I'm pretty good mates with the with the the stepdad of this of this kid, um, and they <laughs> they dressed him up as the Joker, like the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: that's phenomenal. And like, they had white face, he had green hair, and um, because and my mate, like, you know, back in his, you know, like, school days, you know, he used to be like a goth and that, so he had like a long sort of yep. dark red, yeah, you know, yeah, with black design, veloury looking yep. shirt that he wore as like a gown sort of thing, and and they drew on him with pen, like, all the tattoos, they drew all the tats on, his damaged across his forehead, like, yep. like everything, and, and, and then he's walking around, and he's just going around, the kid just going, like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> he stayed and he won. He, did, he won the best costume in his class, yeah, so that was good. It's good to see like like weird, like strange kids actually get get a win and like you know and not censoring himself. You know, um, Paul Mac underscore seventy eight said, "Is Ben Cray retiring? Because this happened like it must have happened just after." I think it yeah. happened, like, on Thursday through the day, so we just missed it. Yep. Um, ben Cray retiring, announcing his retirement. I didn't, I've, I've had no idea he was still playing for the last three or four years. But um, is Ben Cray retiring to play gridiron like Jared Hayne? He's best known for running back.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he's best known for running back. That's a good one, mate. Janis, underscore Mateus. Anyone get the irony in the dad's debate that our real dad would have completely missed the kindergarten cop references? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Auto George, hey, ha ha, fuck guys! You had to remind us again about that dumb fucking stiletto fetish. I'm in pain just thinking about it. And by reading your tweet, I'm again reminding you about that stiletto video.
2: And uh, self-fulfilling prophecy, my
1: friend. And this segment is brought to you by McDonald's strawberry thick shakes. <laughs>
2: I was more like a, a stirred up.
1: Hit dope. your taste buds like a stiletto to the dick. <laughs> There you go, you can, dun 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 dun. You can Ooh, use that, Maccas. Cool. Special K Online, Lemon Party is lame, Goatsy is the goat. Look, yeah. Goatsy is, but the, th- the point is, there's a holy trinity, of which Goatsy is the father, <laughs> <laughs> Lemon Party is the son, <laughs> and Tubgirl Girl is the holy ghost. Yes. That's the trinity, so it is, so it has been, so it shall always be. Uh, and and yet, while, while Goatsey is at the head of that pyramid... <laughs> it's still a pyramid it's teamwork and uh, if you want to look at any of the things I just mentioned by all means do it um, and do it in like a conference work situation perhaps when there's something up on the projector yeah. just bust it out and just show the guys your knowledge of early internet culture they'll be really impressed and you'll probably get promoted
2: Sensational. at the very
1: least a raise mm. <laughs> up, up, shh. Underscore. it was better when Jay was muted I don't hedge on the Broncos. I hate the Broncos and their shit fans. Ninety-five percent of them, anyway. Just because they all played, the we're happy to lose to the Cowboys bullshit after last year doesn't doesn't mean everyone likes the other team. And he goes on this is a three tweet sequence. Obviously, there's more. Oh, Bro- yeah. It's more Broncos being shit fans and trying to hide the hurt and feigning indifference and their love and happiness for the Cowboys.
2: You know what? There's been this incredible trend lately yep. of the media going out to players' dads for comments.
1: Yeah, how does that keep when, happening?
2: Well, Pop when they're not even coming to you as a fucking third cousin <laughs> of somebody irrelevant.
1: Well, this is, this is the thing. I mean, I'm sure... The fucking
2: w- facts of the matter are...
1: We established his, his,
2: his relationship
1: with... Queensland people <laughs> hedge. Yep, They hedge when their team goes even, out. Even going so far as the Storm... Yes. Because, because the Smith of, the state and the of Origin yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which is exactly why when the state of origin's in Melbourne, it's basically a Queensland home game. Yeah. Now you can say that you may not hedge on the Broncos, but it doesn't change the fact that every other Queensland person does. Except for maybe a couple of Titans fans who don't care about rugby league apart from when when they've got, you know, corporate box tickets. Given yeah. to them by some promotions manager on the Gold Coast. Yeah, but stand by it. Every single Queensland fan, every single Broncos fan hedges on the Cowboys. Every single, every single Cowboys fan, except for irrelevant cousins, hedge on the Broncos. Just so, cunt c-
1: c- cousins of players who had to leave the Cowboys when they were bad. <laughs> I, go, I, don't, I don't have my, I don't have my years all put, straight but I'm pretty put it sure this
2: way. <laughs> put it this way yeah the minute Ben Hunt dropped that ball yeah Broncos fans across the nation were putting on their Cowboys t-shirts
1: <laughs> <laughs> or their, or their, no, maybe not, if not if not Cowboys t-shirts because they may not own a Cowboys t-shirt but at the very least they were, they were pulling on like a Thurston number six yeah. Queensland Jersey yeah.
2: <laughs> and counter to that yeah Every time the Cowboys bundled themselves out of the finals with an actual knock-on in yep. the years prior, yep. the minute that happened, Cowboys fans everywhere were pulling out their "I love Lockyer" shirts.
1: Yep, that's it. That's the way it is. That's the way it always will be, Fair. unless the Cowboys win like another five comps before the Broncos get another one. Mm. Then, if it starts to get to that stage, maybe the resentment will build to the point where it actually, you know, does yeah. divorce them from that. You know,
2: I reckon the hardest one mm. will be the Titans winning. The Titans winning, that would hurt. That would actually
1: hurt the Broncos. I don't. I, Broncos do not hedge with the Titans. I'll give them
2: that. Oh no, no, no. See, they would hedge. This is what like they're that fair weather. Yeah, they would hedge, but it would be like going to the house of someone you fucking detest. Yeah, for a dinner party because you love their wife's cooking. Okay, they'd hate every fucking minute of it. Yeah, but they they yeah. do it. Just, yeah. just so they could say that they're they're with a yeah. winning team.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your man, mine, Mr. Wars. <laughs> <has a picture. laughs> About to have a gangbang in my this week in league year. I'm the double adapter. And was am I mistaken, or was that Dan in that photograph? Yeah,
2: that's Dan. <laughs> or uh, fuck, what's his Twitter handle? At uh, Angry Dogs fan. Oh,
1: he's actually he he does a he does a Twitter. He he has a Twitter account. Doesn't use it.
2: He has a Twitter account. He doesn't use it, and I think it would be fantastic for everybody in Twilnite. And let me just.
1: Just confirm what it is, and Make then sure that's exactly what it is. And what the, and what are people going to send him? If,
2: I don't care. Anything, okay? Whatever, something as as disgusting or or you know non-disgusting or whatever.
1: How Sam's asshole taste?
2: But when when he opens his phone,
1: yeah, it's just going to be
2: eight thousand well, Twitter messages.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, no
2: results. Yeah, at Angry Dogs Fan. Straight through. Straight through. All no right. fuck arounds. No hyphens. No spaces. Mm. At Angry Dogs Fan. Get on there and give him plenty of shit.
1: And this goes to like you know Saguna and Ben R Forty oh. Seven as well. Throw just throw fucking eggplants and like just yeah. throw him emojis. You'll yeah. love that. You'll love it. it. Smash Vir- him with
2: emojis. Virtual shade.
1: Smash him with your eggplant. Go. For- <laughs> Um, Stoic Bunny uh, going back to our discussion about the headgear guys the greatest headgear exponent because he needed it Ronnie Gibbs used to go to games just to watch him smash guys that's Mm -hmm. a good one I like it Uh, Mm. Anth Caggiano A-N-T-H C-A-G-G-I-A-N-O how about a subheading for top 5 players in headgear top 5 ugly motherfuckers who should be wearing headgear (laughs) 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 yeah the problem is, I mean, when you say like an ugly, ugly motherfucker, I mean, the headgear is always going to have that face exposed, right? So, <laughs> unless they do like, unless like Albion or someone introduced some kind of like luchador mask <laughs> style headgear. And let's be honest, how fucking awesome would that be? That would be if pretty If players good. are running around with luchador yeah. shit, <laughs> if you could solve the, the, the clear limitations of vision. <laughs> yeah. But you, like you wouldn't see a fullback where the bomb goes up and they're like, oh, I can't sight it through these two slits. <laughs> I got no peripheral. <laughs> yeah. You look like fucking Jordan Rankin
2: out there. Well, <laughs> um, like Jared Hain will look this weekend.
1: Yeah, I find, I find that unlikely. He's The, the, the GOAT's going to start doing some more GOAT shit. MVP's X Factor all over you. <laughs> all, over you all, all over the young Darren Lockyer. Um, <clears throat> Yannis and it's Serious question. Oh, we like serious questions. This, as you can tell, it's a very serious show. Mm. The biggest rugby league cunt, <laughs> i.e., Matt Lodge, Anthony Watts, have to keep it to crime, otherwise Cameron Smith would win. Mm. I'm still, I'm still thinking Louis because I think, I think that
2: the combination domestic, of domestic violence, domestic abuse,
1: multiple cases of domestic violence, I think trumps
2: on on a pregnant individual. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's um, that's the way I'm that's the way I'm feeling about it. Um... <clears throat> Other people like like Anthony Watts. Let's be real; he's had a colourful history. Yes. Uh, Russell Packer, of course. You know, and we've seen the amount of guys like you know sacked, you know lower guys as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Any any domestic got violence guy, I would probably have towards the top. But here's,
2: here's my question: Yeah, if somehow you got it swept under the rug or avoided actual action for it, does that make you a bigger cunt? Well, uh, because there's all the uh, you know, hmm. there's all the times that certain players have been, you know, oh my god, he's glassed his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, and then nothing's happened. Nothing's come from it. And
2: then you know, in later on, after thinking about it, oh look, no. I
1: still think the incident itself determines how big a country are, right? Because a guy could have got away with something small, and you know, you know what I mean. Like, I I think. The incident is probably yeah, the first line of the, of yeah, the
2: criteria. When, when we say Louis, it's yeah. easy to throw him out there. And yep. I agree, he's the biggest company game that, yep. that we've ever seen. It, it's easy to throw him out there because he got done for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but there's still a bunch of players out there from yeah. that couple of years before yeah, yeah. where it was just not spoken <laughs> about. Swept Free under. for all. <laughs> yeah. So...
1: Interesting. Let us know what you don't think. Forget those points. I have a feeling that the answers are all going to be fairly, fairly predictable. I don't think anyone's going to throw anything out of left field. But if you have got one, hmm. you know, and, it, and, it, and it's a worthy, you know, entry by all means. Um, <clears throat> this week in X Factors, Warren Smith, commentator on Foxtel, said, uh, "Ben Barber, if S Flanagan can't convince the X Factor to demand more ball, the 2016 Sharks might go the way of many others." And that was provided to us by uh, the very helpful ankles of Shunter86. Yes,
2: I Rock. for him before you read
1: that tweet. <laughs> Voodoo Rock sent this one to you and the show and there's so many X's and uh, from the account called The Ringer said every NFL team has an X Factor. Uh, this guy Dan Kelly uh, broke down all 32 of them. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even click the link.
2: I um, do love though I sent back to him and said what happens if an X Factor gets traded to another team? Do they have a Highlander style
1: yeah, but then he, of- he came back and said no. It was like more like a Voltron it's an thing.
2: E- X Factor
1: Voltron. So X factors actually plug in and create yeah, lump, some kind of like it. you know unbeatable, you know, giant mecha X Factor <laughs> or something. I
2: don't know.
1: So. <laughs> this week in Luke Dawn, thanks to the boys over there, and I sent an email through the week. We're like, okay, Luke Dawn's retiring, right? So what are we going to do next year? Like, <laughs> what are we going to call it? And so my my suggestion was. Who's like? Who's a terrible player over there that's thieving... Like a terrible NRL player that's gone over there to thieve a living? It might be like... But based on what we saw, it might be this week in Dave
2: Taylor. Speak, speaking uh, of shunter, last weekend, um, did you see that the uh, the London Broncos are going to be playing two ex-Penrith superstars? Together. Jamie Soward.
1: Two great tastes, taste, taste great Adrian together. <laughs> and uh, And he was... Yeah, he was um, much maligned old Adrian.
2: The world's youngest bald man. Yeah. <laughs> he was... <laughs>
1: It's true, but, um,
2: yeah. You know, like those poor little kids that have that disease that make them age 10 years yeah, for every year? Yeah,
1: what is that? That's terrible, that fucking He had, the, he had that yeah.
2: just, just to his scalp. <laughs> <laughs> he was 21 and looked like Phil Smythe.
1: <laughs> Phil Smythe, there's a name. Uh, that's that's your ball guy you go going with. Like. Bald sportsman, yeah. you know? <laughs> not too many. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thanks a lot gents, Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod to keep you guys up to speed on all things ESL this week in Loop Dawn. And we start as always on Thursday night, it was Hull FC 44, Catalan 0. The Hull Islanders versus the Catalan Frozzies, the French side short of a number of injured star names can now almost wave goodbye to a semi-final spot. The fat dealer spent most of the game too exhausted to get involved, not that it would have mattered as his side saw half the possession that league leaders Hull FC had. NRL, Imports, Fenua, Talanoa and Pritchard were all big contributors in this one as it ended 22-0 in each half. Hull warming up for next week's Challenge Cup Final with ease. And defence won the day in an error-strewn derby encounter between Wigan and St Helens this Friday night. A hat-trick from Cook Islander and Snoop Doggy Dog look-alike Anthony Gelling did the majority of Wigan's damage as the hosts avenged their recent defeat in this 25-0 reversal. On Saturday afternoon, Warrington with 14 points to 11 winners over the Castleford Tigers. Warrington's cup final preparation gave them a tough test in a tight game that was won on the Hooter with a miraculous team try that went from one sideline back to the other before Jack Hughes found space to cross over and score. Without that score, the Wolves would have been ruining Gidley's missed attempts at goal with... England hopeful Luke Gale sliding over a drop goal with minutes left on the clock. It wasn't to be for Castleford, who now need a miracle to make the top four in Luke Dawn's farewell season. And indeed, no one got the memo, Derby. It was Witness who didn't get the memo and ran out 40 points to eight winners over an injury ravaged Wakefield Trinity side. Nothing much at stake for either side in this one except for Pride, uh, where Reese Hanbury, Jack Buchanan, and Corey Thompson were all impressive for the Vikings. Down in the qualifiers, reports that Sheenius has knocked back an approach from the Eels must mean he's confident his Salford side can retain their Super League spot next year. That looks under threat though, despite Luke Burgess's best efforts, as they were beaten by Hull KR 29-12 at home on Friday night. A crucial James Segaiaro score on half-time set Leeds in motion for a big second half and a 42-28 win away at the London Broncos to keep the Rhiners unbeaten in the qualifiers. René Maitoura again got the scoring underway for the Lee Centurions as they stay hot on Leeds' heels at the top of the qualifiers with a 30 points to 18 win away at Feverson. It was all over at half time for Rick Stone's Giants in the final game this week. Huddersfield doing their, bit, doing their bit to remain in the Super League no harm with a comfortable 58-28 win over Batley. Next weekend it's the Challenge Cup final.
1: general stuff memberships. Uh had another run on them, so I think we've got probably about ten left, I think, like that. I think we got we got through five or seven of them last week, so that's great. And those ones are going off to you guys. Gone gone off, yeah. I think they've gone already. So if you ordered one last week, I think it's already on, on its way to you. I'm fucking on top of shit fantastic. like a boss. Um underscore <clears throat> Aaron sent us a photograph of himself with one Jason Taylor. <laughs> I think was it was fantastic. I think it was a Tig Pies fan day or something like that, you know, like a members yep. day or you know some shit. And uh yeah very, very good photo. I mean, Jason, Jason Taylor, I mean, like, the smiliest cunt I've ever seen. Like, he still had, like, that sour face, but he yeah. was smiling like it was a smiley sour face. So I when mean, you explain, oh, I have no idea.
2: Yeah. Sort, sort of smile a person has after, you know, maybe they've murdered a kitten or... Yeah. Or, you know, hidden a child's body. That's, yeah. That's the sort of smile Jason Taylor has.
1: Shit and Robbie schnitzel. Um, <laughs> so, and he said, yeah, JT, very happy with the undefeated asterisk season. And I, I, I want to know if if, the, if you raised the shirt... And the context and all that sort of thing, and, <laughs> and explained it to him because that would have been even better. Uh, e 15 sent us a photo as well. These are uh, undefeated shirt on, uh, down it. I'm not sure exactly where he does his jitsu, uh, but it's a, it's a Gracie joint clearly from the, the gym. Yep, uh, a shameless post training photo got my ass whooped, but undefeated asterisk in BJJ. <laughs> <laughs> Legends. Okay, news this week, and we're going to continue this streamlined news format that we've been doing the last couple of weeks, because um, fuck, it makes things easy. James Roberts, this one happened, it was just emerging, I think, as we were recording last week, right? Yep. And uh, there were no real details about it. As it turns out, he's had a a bit of a nuisance of himself at the Normandy, and and, and so on. Um, Yeah, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those who you know haven't walked in his shoes, maybe they cast the first time I mean, who hasn't made a nuisance of themselves at the norm at some stage of their life? Uh, however, yeah. the Broncos there was there was a lot of speculation. What is he going to get sacked? Where is he going to go? Blah blah blah. Because historically, Wayne Bennett has zero tolerance for that sort of shit.
2: Well, Wayne Wayne Bennett's built a fair bit of credibility over the years um, in terms of not. A not copying that shit in the first place, and B, taking players who have had those sorts of issues and yeah, really just telling them that there there's no excuse for any any missteps. Yep. yep. Um, and
1: also the way that he like you know then he'll sort of he, he would fire them, but still kind of like they'd have a like a respect thing, and the yeah. door was open in the future, and you know some of them ended up having really good relationships yep. with him and and that sort of thing. So. <clears throat> Look, I don't, the Broncos have basically have basically fined him twenty thousand dollars, and they've developed a framework and a personal a personal development plan for the player. Yeah, that will be instigated. Yeah, you know, they say instigated. I presume. I presume they mean implemented. Uh, but I'm not their PR person who wrote that release, so you know, quality journalism. Yeah, uh, quality quality media personing. <laughs> quality media personing. Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> the framework for a complete personal development and well-being plan for the player has been outlined and agreed to and requires sustained effort from Roberts, his management, the Broncos Club and Coaching staff. It'll include personal undertakings, community service on designated player days off, and a consistent review and updating of the program which can be overviewed by the NRL and the NRL PA. So it's like when they say well being plan, I mean it makes me think of the the WWE and their and their wellness policy as well, which is, you know, was implemented after they started getting lawsuits for you know, guys been on roids and shit, and so now they have got this well-being thing where you know they'll suspend they'll suspend you know, wrestlers for, for stuff, and uh, yeah, and and like they'll suspend like after Brock Lesnar uh, pissed hot twice after his fight in the UFC, which would, in terms of mixed martial arts criteria, would would buy him a two-year suspension, WWE thirty days. <laughs> and so the Broncos' well-being, <laughs> their well-being plan is pretty much yeah. like the WWE well-being plans. Like it's basically just talk and you know, Wayne got soft, as I said at the top of the show.
2: Yeah. Um, Look, at the human level, James Roberts obviously has something in him where he's an aggressive drunk.
1: Yeah. Can't hold
2: his piss. Cannot hold his piss. And I said the same thing about Mitchell Pearce at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. By that stage of your life, by your late 20s, you should really have enough self-awareness to know that you're going to be that bloke on the piss. Yep. It shouldn't be a surprise to you. It shouldn't be anything new. What I'd prefer to see is, instead of when this happens, all of a sudden there's these fucking buzzwords that go around and we've got a wellness program and we're going to give him a total self, fucking yep. self-esteem self makeover and you know, all this yep. shit. Why aren't they proactive instead of reactive? And Why don't they have these things in place across all players covering, you know, things like mental health, yep. dealing with family, yep. preparing for life after football.
1: How to order a drink without making a cunt of yourself at the Normanby. Yeah, you yep. know,
2: how to, how to drink beer out of a can directly to your lips. Yep. Your lips on your face. Yep. Um,
1: and not pass it through <laughs> some sort of vaginal filter, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yep.
2: Um, sort of decanting it. Who, who would be filthy here is Mitchell Pierce?
1: Probably one of the guys like Neville Costigan and Dane Gay Guy. They were people would also and, pe- and people who were just outright sacked from the Broncos Actually, for, yeah, for, for for ballpark similar he's in, he's ball, in Newcastle. Man. Yeah, no, no like ballpark similar yeah. offences, you know. Yeah, yeah. So
2: um, But it's like it's a guy who, who's had these issues before. He's been sacked from two clubs.
1: Yeah, and, they, and they, they knew what the, you know, if you, if you get James Roberts, yeah, on the field you think, you know, you think you know what you're getting, like in terms of blinding speed and so forth, mm. but you know what you're getting off the field as
2: well. Exactly. And I think cards on the table, if mm. you look at Brisbane's depth stocks in and around that centre and wing position at the mm-hmm. moment, there's the answer as to why he copped a, a yep. large fine and, and no suspension.
1: Yep, that's it. So... Uh, there was a a media a media appearance today from um from, uh, MVP of the uh, the MVP of World Sport, Jared Hain. Um I'm saying I'm not even being sarcastic. I, I, the, the the guy's the fucking grace of all time. Um all sports ever. Um fuck you Michael Phelps's is and you seen you saying Boltzesses. They can't do they can't they they can't catch a high ball. They can't bust a tackle. Motherfuckers. let's see them cover let's see them bust through fucking 10 defenders Sam Paul probably couldn't even walk down the street in Chicago <laughs> so for some reason I actually don't know why but for some reason the Titans just it was like just a, you know they they offered Hain up to you know field questions and so forth and maybe he had something he had to get up his chest and requested to be well, given
2: almost that. as a sacrificial lamb <laughs> Would you say? Well, let's face it. He's dealt,
1: he's, he's dealt with the media, the likes of which no other player has dealt with yeah. in, this, in this country. The way, yeah, you know, the fishbowl microscope that, the, yeah. that all the players are under in the, in the states. But um, it seems like he, he, he just wanted to throw out a bit of a rant about uh, about media, talking about media blowing up stuff and everything. And the thing that the, 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 the hilarious thing about this is, he has a rant about the media. The media take the rant, pull one line out of it. Twisted around and then everyone turns on turns on Jared Hayne because they read the fucking headline and not what he actually said yeah so what people what, what people think is that he compared himself to Jesus and they're like you know and people hear that and they're like oh, oh this fucking big headed you know like, arrogant can't, Who how, how,
2: how you know. and it's even worse and they, they would have fucking loved that because if people don't hate Jared Hayne yeah stats show that we're becoming less and less happy about Religious Christianity, Christianity as yep. well. Yep. Um, and so there's another one. Oh, he's a fucking Bible basher. Yeah. Yep. There's, there's the other angle that, I love that that they'll get him from. So.
1: But what he said was he talks about you know he's getting slammed in the papers and he understands it's about selling papers and getting viewers and it's not the truth. Uh, so he reads the Bible and, and that sort of thing and um and he said that when you read the Bible you realize everyone hated Jesus. You've got to put that in perspective and realize how much he stood up and was and, and was still him. He could have easily lost the plot and lost his shit, but he kept it together. So it's basically he's just he's just, just you know paraphrasing a, a rephrasing you know like a hater's yeah you know thing. But look at at the end of the day, you know, Jared Hayne comparing himself to Jesus. I mean, it's just so it's so inappropriate anyway. Because I mean, why would Jared Hayne, the fucking goat that can do it all, why would he compare himself to some imaginary guy? <laughs> like there's that. Jared Hayne's real. I've seen it with my well, own fucking eyes, man. I've seen I've question, seen him. Here's my do his question thing. to
2: you, Jared Hayne, or you, Nathan. His proxy. Yep.
1: Yeah, Chop. Yeah, sure.
2: Adam and, and Eve created with assholes. <laughs> Did they have
1: assholes? <laughs> Look, mate, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Because if I'm they, just a Jared Hainologist, all right? If
2: they have assholes, yes. that disproves creation. Because <laughs> how could they have been created to live forever and not sin and not do any of this stuff if they didn't need to eat and shit? They we- couldn't die.
1: Yeah, I am not I'm not trying to explain fucking some some story from fucking years ago, mate.
2: I know, but what I'm saying is that's all that's all Nathan Cleary needs to whisper in his ear this weekend. <laughs> Did Adam and Eve have arseholes? And he'll be that head fucked for the rest of the game.
1: <laughs> I don't think Nathan Cleary will get that close to him. Maybe ask for an autograph. You seen the, the fucking
2: kick chase on that Rookie of the Year? <laughs> seen the fucking kick chase? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um,
1: then yeah then look, again,
2: Jared Haynes seems pretty grounded. I'd, he's not blowing up at the media, which is what they want. He's, he's yeah. pretty calmly sitting down and going, you know what, you guys are all fucking sleaze bags, and here's something else for you to sleaze over. Go sleaze. Yep, go fuck yourselves um, doing on Jared exactly Haynes. what he said. Yep. Um, but, uh, again, people... People in Australia, you know, love a winner, but hate someone that knows they're a winner.
1: It's very good. So. Yep. It's true. It's true. Um, and they also hate people that don't, don't win as much and, and and go fucking get ranked in Las Vegas and get bashed. like <laughs> Fucking Allenby. That loose cunt. Um, fucking hell, I'll tell you what. That dude's watched the hangover 50 too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Had a fucking naked Asian dude in the boot and everything. <laughs> Benji may have played his last NRL game after he was dropped from the Dragon side to take on Parramatta on Monday. Uh, he, he, I believe that he won't be, I, I believe that he'll be spared the indignity of playing for like the
2: Cutters or whatever, yes, like Reggie's. They have said that he won't be forced to run out for a reserve grade. Yep. He'll be, sounds like he's almost taking on a coaching role or a, a halves coaching role for one game.
1: Yeah, I think that was more like, you know, speaking to, you know, what a top bloke and team yeah. player he is yeah, by yeah. immediately you know going to speak to the the youngster hutchins that's going to come in and hutchinson sorry it's going to come in and um so hutchinson, hutchinson, like, yeah and up the, the ass with a mars bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then, i mean yeah ben, benji immediately offers his assistance to the to the young playmaker drew hutchins who's who's on sunday sunday morning is found fucking hanging from a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> drew hutchinson that would be so like that somehow bulletproofs him from <laughs> What <laughs> <little> erotic asphyxiation! <laughs> oh, fuck. So yeah, uh, Benji, for whatever reason, has been made the scapegoat for everything going wrong with the dragons. Which is, look, oh, I'm, I'm I'm not a massive, I'm not a fan of Benji. I mean, I've, he, he's had to be someone that I've ridiculed for years because tigers decline. Yeah. I, I get that. However, if you think that he's the fucking sole reason that the dragons aren't firing.
2: He's he's not the sole Give reason. Me a break. He's not the sole reason dragons aren't firing. However, he's not doing anything to stop them from misfiring.
1: No, but De- neither's that's what I mean. Like neither's the, yeah. the sixteen other constables yeah, either. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Um, or no, maybe let's let, let's take but, let's take your mate fucking Debellin out. I mean, because he, he goes good. But and, uh, and Aiken he's all right too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um Dugan's, I'm, I'm, I'm Dugan's fucking vet. garbage, Yeah, right? Aiken
1: But like, what's Dugan? He's on a he's on a lot of fucking money too, and he's not doing all jack of, shit. Yeah. So I
2: yeah uh, I. I'd, I'd, frizzle Bism- he's awesome too. I sms my mate zeb um the other day and we watched the, the dragons game yeah and um no i was i was out and i saw the the score on sports mate yeah i'm like man have you signed anyone for next year and he's like no but not signing benji's like signing thurston for a dollar <laughs> so um yeah look benji isn't completely to blame um yeah, it's always sad when one of the former greats goes out like this. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's either him or the people around him who haven't said loudly enough. Yep. Man, yep. It, it's time. Yep. You know, it's, it's time to hang him up.
1: Uh, where are we next? Um, This is, i just got the headline here because apparently they're saying that like Iwate obviously being out of favour the Knights hasn't played for weeks in first grade. He's on about 450 Gs. He may seek a, a release. They're saying to join Arch Rival, Newcastle Knights Arch Rival, Manly. Which is like, fucking, how many old cunts do you want to get into the side? Like, Uarte, you know, <sighs> get him like six years ago or something. Yeah, gr- of course, he was yeah. one of the greatest, he was a great winger in the game. He, he's now the... What's you, he done lately?
2: The Uarte quiet Friday night in with some tight... Take yeah. takeaway
1: and, and you know with some players, you know, you know, a change is really you know, just yeah. they just they remember what they were and they you know, they forget they're playing with a pack of cunts like you know, playing like shit and weren't getting enough ball and whatever. Again, there's the Luke
2: Lewis example, he's had a renaissance.
1: Yep, yep, exactly. So, um but not interested in at all. Look, I, I, I loved, loved the Uarte party back in the day, but fucking yeah. like you said.
2: So would you would you take a, a Uate quiet gathering? Yeah. Um, over Willie Army? No. Okay. There you go.
1: Willie Army's actually actually very fucking improved player. Yep.
2: I'm.
1: I'm very happy with uh, Willie Army at the moment. I mean, you know, would I be happy if he wasn't in the side? You know, I mean, there was someone better than him. Yeah, of course. However, he's been the least. he the least of their problems. Um, I
2: mean, knowing Barrett, would probably play Uarte at number six. <laughs> so he's looking for that elusive 5'8". So he
1: signs fucking fucking Frank fucking Winterstein or whatever who hasn't played NRL for 68 years. Um, <laughs> Oh, fucking no. I fucking know. I don't know what goes through that cunt's head. Not results, that's for sure. Um, and Jamie Lyon, unfortunately, won't get to finish his career. He won't get to play this weekend. I'm fucking so glad I didn't buy tickets and, and flights to go down because I would have been pissed off if they you know, pulled him and he was injured, you know, like this week, yeah, like a week before the actual game. Um, but just have to pay tribute briefly to the great man who, um, who, in my opinion, is one, yeah, maybe, well, yeah, maybe the greatest fucking signing like the club ever made certainly in the modern era and, and really like one of the greatest signs that any club ever made in the modern era and then ultimately took the club to, to four grand finals two premierships World Club Challenge win uh, four time and Centre of the Year uh, and two time Dallium Captain of the Year so big bucket of win legendary career can't
2: shoot a pig yeah, and, but, uh, but you know what this year this year with the diving Jamie Lyon diving
1: he got tripped over once, and I mean, everyone's on Josh Reynolds, like, you fucking trip every car, but they don't talk about Ethan Lowe. That's because
2: he, he wasn't near him. They
1: don't talk about Ethan Lowe, who's fucking sticking out the legs, tripping, these fucking fucking... I read the credentials of the man. It's
2: because, it's because people understand the laws of physics and know that a foot has to come in contact with a leg for it to count as a trip.
1: I mean, you didn't see the old cunts out there fucking putting the trip on Daily Messenger, it, did you?
2: Jamie Lyon's legacy, and this is how he will be remembered, everywhere is the greatest Everywhere. fucking centre to play the game. It, it reminds me of a historical figure. There was a, a king named Agonon, and he's on his deathbed, and he's got his sons around him, and he says, My sons, be careful with what you do. I fought many wars, but do they call me Agonon the Brave? No. I saved many surrounding cities from oppressive enemies <laughs> do they call me Aganon the liberator I don't know. my sons you fuck just one go <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew and going, that is how Jamie Lyon will be remembered as a diving soccer playing cheat
1: he will be remembered as the greatest centre to ever play the game and I say that without any hint of bias <laughs>
2: And certainly, certainly
1: one half of the greatest centre pairing ever to play the game as well. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Who do
2: you play with the parameter? Fuck, I care. Who are you talking about then?
1: Fucking Stephen Matai, Esquire. (laughs) Fuck's sake. (laughs) Do you even watch rugby league?
2: Isn't he still playing?
1: Technically, he's injured. (laughs) Fucking neck surgery, man. (laughs) You can't mess around with that okay, shit. Next
2: to a tree over there. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate and Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL outputting, the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and much, much more. Uh, and I hope you guys have been putting in the fucking player polls at the end, too, like you know. so these guys are getting some decent data Get after after, ma- after matches. But we um, are <laughs> going back to the theme of last week's episode, Norts and Crosses. He's changing his fucking Twitter name. It was better when it was Astro man. What the fuck? Um greatest preview round of the season team killer and sportsmate bring up a graph showing a swearing decline in the final segment well it would look like a, it would just it would look like a cliff there is a high level of swearing and then there is zero The end. it's not so much a graph as just the absence just just chop the graph off and go you don't need, you don't need to it's like this is whatever the opposite of extrapolation is so so yeah and, and sportsmate what wisely uh, ignored that, that, that frivolous request because mm. they got they're fucking they're spending all the time bringing you the greatest rugby league fucking app
2: it's fantastic
1: it is mm. it is any stats get your fucking eggplant
2: man I I spoke about this I don't know if it was last week or the week before but there was a an article I'd read about um, one of the I think it was a Herald Journal um, had spoken about the curse of playing Monday night mm-hmm. and I put a bit of work in and when I had some time yep. the sports mate made it amazingly easy to uh, to get in there and see it someone on Twitter and I'll give one second to get in uh, fucking riveting Cracker Sean <laughs> Cracker <laughs> Sean actually tweeted Sportsmate and yep. asked them the question that so I was working on about teams that played Monday nights winning the next week yep the The article seemed to suggest that if you played Monday night, you were cursed to lose the following week.
1: Yeah, um, that's uh, that doesn't when, sound right. When
2: in actual fact, you have a fifty seven percent chance or thereabouts yeah. of of winning next deep, week's game.
1: How deep did you go on that?
2: I I started pretty high level because, because of the fact that this year twenty two teams that have played on a Monday have won the next week.
1: Because maybe you can help me out here because I have a hypothesis that of the fifty seven percent the the one then of that 57 7% how many of them played on the sunday or the monday following you know what i mean like yeah, I like looked at that. like I, the, the, the losing teams the what the ones that did like the 43% of losing teams were they the that ones point. that had to turn around on like friday saturday or
2: i i looked at that and i think it was far more it came down far more to is that team a good team of rugby league players who would have won that game <laughs> next week, regardless of when they played? Which
1: is fantastic. That's why. That's why. Um, that's why stats are good stats because you can just make them say whatever you want. Them to say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Look, there are enough occasions where the teams um, on okay. on the that played the Monday didn't play the next week. Mm-hmm. There's enough buy rounds now. And, yeah, sure. And origins and and that sort of stuff.
1: And then there's the the Monday night fact that when the games are selected for the rounds and Channel has taken their pick, and you know historically, and yeah. Fox has taken their pick. Monday night is lower yeah. on the list of priorities. But, you know,
2: again, this year, there's been a lot of Melbournes on a Monday night. There's yeah. been a lot of Cronullas on a Monday night. Yeah. So
1: I'd say that's because there's like you know, probably a commercial reality of Channel 9 not picking them for that reason yeah. and having them left over. And then, so Fox probably like, fucking beautiful. That's it. We, we no actually one, got a quality no game.
2: No one predicted Melbourne doing any good this year. So Yeah, it's true. Uh, but no, get on to sports, mate. Spend some time in the app. You know, swipe around on it. Yep. There's All the menus are really intuitive down the bottom there's a section you can get to which is just you know player stats heaven mm-hmm. you could actually trace and plot Nathan Cleary's path to being the greatest player to ever lace on a pair of boots um, he's already the most dominant half
1: what I will say about Nathan Cleary is he he is, he is absolutely he is absolutely in in the first year in the first year of a future second year syndrome player no. <laughs> no, 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 no
2: some sort of syndrome
1: what are you saying well, autoimmune
2: defense <laughs> they have to create some sort of classification for him because okay. he's, he's not not at the level of these fucking plebs in any other team <laughs> and fucking looks good while he's doing it too yep most yep. photogenic half in the history of the game
1: it's like you never seen Jeff TV play search for sports in the app store or google play to download league live today yeah Thursday Night Football, Suncorp Stadium, crowd of uh, just under 28th hour. The Brisbane Broncos, 20, defeat Canterbury, Bankstown, Bulldogs, 10. Uh, the 20 for the Broncos came with uh, tries to a Pasic Hunt and Thyaday. Kahu, two or three conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Doggies, 10 points, came from tries to BMoz and Cassiano by one of two conversions.
2: Yeah, the, um, the Dogs, I, I think, are very lucky to be where they are on the ladder.
1: I just found this to be a fucking repugnant game that didn't really have a lot recommended for yeah. either side. Yeah. Considering the the positions that these guys are they're on at table and that they were playing, they had a lot to play for. Yeah. You know, double bites in the final. You know, what I mean, like it was shit was on the line.
2: There's a lot of Brisbane's back talk around. Yeah. And whilst Brisbane are certainly more improved, well, than they're, they're, they have they're been, winning. They're yet to come up against an opposition that'll actually test them. Yep. And and that's what you come up against for the most part in finals footy yep. um, the dogs just they're, they're yeah their big men aren't sure of themselves they're, they're stuttering before the line mm-hmm. in, instead of running through it like they were at the beginning of the year they're, they're pretty much the footy equivalent at the moment of having a 13 inch dong but being too afraid to talk to girls <laughs> that's the Bulldogs <laughs> it, the, they're they know what they need to do, but the lack of confidence in themselves and the blokes around them is making them slow and cautious.
1: The 13-inch dong, but they don't have the fucking... They don't have enough fucking testosterone to get, to, to fucking <laughs> get, to or, get it up. Or a stiletto. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the the Broncos are... Are always going to be like I said last week. You know, functioning at 80%, and they'll they'll worry a lot of teams. Yep. And for them, it's the right time of the season to be coming into the form, regardless of who it's against. It's a win, and it'll give them some confidence um, going into next week. But the the Broncos' real test, I think, will be Melbourne. Yeah. When they come Fair. up uh, against the Storm, and I think that'll give a much better gauge of how they're going to be heading into the finals then this game against the Dogs.
1: Yep, I would agree with that too. Um, now, the biggest tiger. The police chase in the Blues Brothers was less of a car crash than these teams in the second half. <laughs> 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 Mario Seegs. Two teams playing for top four. Complete rubbish game. 2016 is a weird year. Mm. And I'd be inclined... The last part of that tweet is worthy of further discussion. I think the quality has been pretty shit as a whole. Like, yeah. know... Mm. Can, how many games can you reach for this year where you're just like that was a fucking amazing like contest, you know, and two teams, yeah, you know, no, at the top of their game, slugging it out. You know, there was like a Broncos Cowboys game. Well, you know, those games, yep. the field goal game. They yep. were, you
2: know, both games, yeah, Penrith smash Brisbane.
1: Yeah, see, no, I mean, like Penrith were going great, but I mean that was Broncos now in the gutter at that stage too. You know, like, I mean, not so much the first time, but second oh, time,
2: fucking competition favourites at that stage.
1: First time, second yeah. time. They are in the gutter.
2: They were still favourites. They were still favourites. Ask any Broncos fan, they were (laughs) favourites.
1: Well, yeah, ask a Broncos fan.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I I agree wholeheartedly.
1: GT351 underscore Johns, we beat ourselves. Each error costs us points. These two-headed grubs aren't a better side. They just made less errors than us. Lucky grubs. Hmm. I don't know, Johnny, uh, for once I think you may be slightly not as as, uh, honest with yourself as you usually are.
2: (laughs) Every week he's getting a little bit more
1: aggressive (laughs) towards (laughs) the opposition. B15542, is it just me or are the Broncos as grubby as the storm? It's not just you, sir. Cut from the same cloth. Los Australia, Corey Parker really embodies the Broncos, doesn't he? Well-drilled, relentless, reliable, utter, utter cunt. And uh, we'll just wait one more tweet and then we're going to get to that bit too because I'd almost forgotten. Uh, Auto George... Eighty minutes of Lemon Party would have been a better spectacle than, than the Tub Girl the dog produced tonight. So I, I left out the partying brackets because you, you don't need to explain Tub Girl. If people don't know, they can find out Google.com. Um, so what about this fucking this situation with Cassiano and, and Corey Parker?
2: The sequel to the confusing oh, yeah. series, The Slap. <laughs>
1: yeah. And like people, and people like, oh, you know, did he know what he was doing? Yeah, he fucking knew he was doing. Like you, yeah. <laughs> you see when he got up. He had that sheepish look on his face, like, I fucking hope they didn't see that. (laughs) And then sort of, like, looking, you know, like, not looking back, but trying to tilt his head enough for peripheral vision to see what was back there.
2: I fucking hope the 16 cameras around me and one above me yeah, somehow missed that.
1: And, like, Corey Parker had it coming. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Mm. If he hadn't been doing what he shouldn't have been doing, then it wouldn't have happened. Yep. But you still can't, you can't just, like, look back and just donkey kick someone in the yeah, face man. and then did you hear the stuff that happened afterwards like you see when they go and the shake hands after the game
2: yeah oh, look, I, and I saw sam say something he, he and goes, parker's he, turned around
1: and yeah what happened was he said sam said look you know sorry i didn't mean it yeah and um, and and parker said something like you know it's early and it's so sam to defuse the situation because what you want to do you don't want to inflame things you yeah. want to defuse it so so to defuse the situation he's going, gone go well, have a fucking cry then cut <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then Park's like, "What would you, what would you say?" <laughs> and yeah. He's like, "Have a fucking cry." <laughs> and then that's when that's when yeah. he didn't mean to fucking do it.
2: You know, look, you you, you can't really say that you, that you want people going around kicking other people in the face on a football field. No. But what gets me is is the hypocrisy of somebody who has been as grubby in tackles for as long as Corey Parker has. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: to expect Weirdly. that he gets pristine, fucking yeah, laid down and, on pillows made of yeah,
2: and again <laughs> it's it's not like Corey Parker tackled him, rolled off, Cassiano yeah. got up, stomped him on the face. He was holding his fucking legs. Yeah, yeah. You know it. So, um, yeah, not good by Sam. I think the two weeks will cost the dogs far more than than uh, than he thought.
1: Yeah, but it'll cost them, little It'll little it'll, st- it'll still cost them far less than. If you had afforded it and lost, oh, and yeah, you know, gotcha. when, when when the real shit was starting, you know yeah, like gotcha. he'll be back for the real stuff, and they'll be there for the real stuff. So, um, yeah, they may they, they won't probably have a, a double bite at it, but um, yeah. he'll be there for their first game. So, fair enough. Uh, Friday night football: <laughs> the Panthers Panthers forty to the West Tigers ten down in the muddy puddle. Crowd try of fifteen thousand. The Panthers forty came from tries to Blake Cartwright, Yo uh, Campbell, Gallard. The political animal. Um <laughs> <laughs> Reagan Campbell. <laughs> Peter Wallace, Trent Merrin, James Fisher Harris, six of seven conversions to Cleary. Uh, the Tigers ten tries to Josh Adokar, Mitchell Moses, and one of two conversions to Moses.
2: Mm. It um you know, I I was so prepped up to rip into the fucking Tigers on this game and Do it. Bring in speak. Let it go, bring, man. Bring in the fact that they had been rising, and, yeah, and on an incline. Yep. And the Panthers have. Till they
1: came him. across, uh, till they came across fucking uh, Jared Hayne, of course.
2: No, it's Nathan clear. He's the one that damaged them irreparably, and it forced them in. Jared Hayne
1: killed them last weekend, and they realized their season was gone, and so they just played volleyball. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> that's essentially what happened here, right? But and
2: and that's what I was gonna say. It, it actually is a little bit sad. You know that th- that was a game they needed to win. That game far more than Penrith did. Yep. And they didn't turn up for it. Yep. You know they they had the capacity to really bash us up the middle. Um. They they had far more speed out wide, whereas yep. we're bigger and stronger yep. in our centres and wingers. They they have far more attacking pace. Um. Moses. Has the potential to absolutely carve up defenses, and did do it to us, mind you. There were a couple of times yeah. he made Penrith's defense look very, very silly. But just as a cohesive unit, the Tigers just didn't seem to to want. No, no one was putting their hand up and saying, oh, "I'm going to do more than what needs to be done." Yeah. To get us out of this shithole we found ourselves in. Yeah. Um. Which was very, very disappointing for for Tigers fans, I'm sure. Even even with Tedesco there, um, I I don't think he turns that. Game around, no, no fucking you know, way. Given, no. given, there would have been a f- different possession stat. Yeah. He would have caught a couple of bombs off <laughs> the back. Uh, and but yeah, you know, even that, he he has proved that he can drop a ball when he's under a bit of pressure, like any fullback can. Um, and and the way Nathan Clear is kicking, I I made a comment when we played the Warriors that he was kicking them far too shallow. Mm-hmm. he was trying to put up those big fuck off floaters to yeah. to get the Warriors players to spill them which isn't a bad tactic um, but they were coming down giving them far too much field position Yep. and and he's learned a little bit since that game obviously a listener of the show and obviously he's taken me as a, a personal mentor <laughs> in, in everything he does um, so well done um, but now he's just putting those a little bit deeper Giving a little bit more time for the chase to come through. I thought he, he'd be
1: muting you. Added him.
2: pressure. Um, <laughs> if he was taking you on board. <laughs> that's it. He just—he's all business, no talk. Get the job done. Um, but uh, I think for for Penrith defensively, a much better effort, which is where most of the concern is going into the final series. So if if they can play like that, I I would say if we play like that at the moment, we'd beat the dogs. Um, we'd beat the Broncos uh, and uh, yeah, I reckon to I go so far as to say we'd beat the Sharks in their current form if we play like that. Unfortunately, big, uh, we, we don't have a history of consistency this year so that, that's yeah. the big thing. Um, there are a bunch of young guys. Not many of them have played finals footy if anyone. Um, but again, another shout out to Peter Wallace. Absolute perfect senior player. Alright. Can Benji play Hooker?
1: I doubt it. They're
2: getting rid of Mitch Rain. I
1: doubt it. I seriously doubt it. He's he ain't going back there. He's he's done. <laughs> Unless fucking Trent Barrett besides him. Oh. <laughs> Devin Hayes uh, This game is like your real dad walking in on your stepdad fucking your mum into a pretzel. Hashtag's Ooh. in decline. Mm. That's some that's some real life shit going on there. <laughs> Um, you don't make that shit up. Wally Frogmore. I know the Tigers were definitely making finals this year, so is it too early to call the client? <laughs> at twill only. I hope Fraud Esco uses this time wisely and watch Moylan a real fullback tonight. He's come he's he's had a couple of tweets going our way this week with the uh the fraud Esco business.
2: Yeah, big Moylan fan. Uh, somebody, yeah, Sensational
1: or, or, or fucking or hot sauce fucking stole the jam out of his donut or something. Uh Jim Man Bear Pig. Tonight was the night the stepdad proved he has a bigger dick and a better car than real dad. <laughs> Ash mushrooms and Datsun's in decline. (laughs) Sexy underscore Bethany 97. Uh, Team stepdad had hashtags. Team stepdad had more X factor tonight.
2: Oh, God. The goal was a great co- tweet up
1: until the last one. Yeah, the Gold Coast Titans 26 <laughs> defeated <laughs> the Newcastle Knights at 6 at Hunter Stadium, a crowd of just shy of 11,000. And the Titans 26 came from a double to Ryan James, his second double of the year, I believe. Mm. Chris McQueen and Luke Douglas also try, also tries. Tyron Roberts, four or four conversions and a penalty. Uh, defeating the Knights, a try to Ross Dog and uh, conversion to Hodkinson.
2: Every year, there is one game or so, maybe mm-hmm. two. Yep. That is just a forwards paradise. <laughs> and, and this was their game. Um, look, personally, I want to read plenty into this game yep. because we played the Titans this week. Yep. Uh, and I really want to see that, okay, you know, it was the Titans. They lacked creativity. They couldn't score points except for barge overs. Yep. Uh, they struggled against Newcastle. They didn't really dominate them. Uh, but in reality, most teams that have come up against Newcastle this year have looked well below where they've been playing for mm-hmm. patches of the game for some reason or another, you know, shit attracts shit. Uh, and and that was a, a Titans team without rookie of the year runner up, Ash Taylor. And runner uh, up you say. Runner up. To the obvious rookie of the year, Nathan Cleary. Um and and without Hain for a decent part of the game as well, yep. after um he was having visions of something of yep. the future and needed to go and cure some lepers.
1: He had to quickly duck yeah, into the matrix to fucking bring <laughs> bring down the machines. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it all.
2: <laughs> um, but you know, again for the for the Titans, they're playing with more and more confidence each week, and and that'll give them you know the the knowledge that even if they do lose players in the final series, that that they can stay in games on the back of their forwards. So. Um, Brian James was was obviously fantastic, and and I thought McQueen and Douglas were good as well. Just just solid and and ever present. Yep. No, none of them really went missing. So no, I I uh, I think the Titans will be the other team out of eight, nine, and ten to make the eight.
1: All right. Fuck all on the tweet and this one. Heavy Nova. Heavy underscore Nova. Uh, is it, uh the, the Knights are performing consistently, breaking records, and their coach is happy with them. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, Saturday afternoon, the mighty Manly Sea Eagles uh, defeated by the storm, thirty-eight points to eighteen at Brookvale. The uh, tries: Cameron Smith, Goonie Goo, four tries, sensational effort. Bromwich and Kafusi also with tries, and uh, Cam Smith four of six conversions. Toru Harris got one of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sea Eagles came with a double to Brad Parker, and uh, George Tafua got a try in his one hundredth game after leading four in down the other end. Uh, Matty Wright was three of three conversions.
2: Can I just say I'll, I'll leave this one to you um, being your boys but I fucking love watching um, what's his name convert Tohu Harris yeah I fucking love watching him kick goals <laughs> he's the most uncomfortable goal kicker <laughs> you've ever seen he's just I don't want to fucking be here I don't want to be fucking doing this I don't know why I put my hand up for it and then he toe punts the fucker out yeah.
1: perfectly. Old Fantastic. school. I love, I love, the old school style. I mean, like it's, and you have to bring like you know, like a forward, like yeah, that kind yeah. of guy in that that hasn't learned the <laughs> the, the the modern, the modern and technically, you know, more yeah. accurate and easier way of kicking <laughs> a ball. It's just like the old way that he used to go, and he just fucking rack it up down the he's down been, the park as a kid. He's been again. doing that since he's eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think they die out, and then every so often a forward comes in out of necessity, and he still brings it back the old school. Yeah, that's great. Um, this game, obviously, mainly checked out a lot of injuries. Um, Parker brought him to the side. I mean, I've, from what I've heard, he's been fairly much a plotter in Reggie's, but his, his first machine, he's, he's been good. Got two tries. He was fine. I mean, Tafua was very injured apparently and um, and like I, I get the fact that you know the team's got a lot of injuries and I, you know if if you're that injured though that you're going to play you know that you're going to be that limited then you know what fucking take a seat get your surgery do what you've got to do man like yeah. uh, and and even if it was like some sort of second you know second tier cap blah 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 thing there would have been there would have been a warm body that's played this year I mean you know maybe they want to put that guy on the field but
2: Look, I yeah. I think that's something the NRL really needs to address yeah yeah. Because the you know, you talk about player welfare. Yep. That that's the sort of thing where you're gonna one day you're gonna get lasting damage. One yep. day you're gonna get someone whose doctor says to him, Well look, if you just stop playing six weeks ago, like I said. Yep. You'd be fine next season. Yep. Now you'll probably never run again.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, and I mean, like Manly did well in the second half, especially. I mean, they let in two tries really, really late in the first half, which blew, them, which pretty much covered the margin of the match. And in the second half, they actually came out and, and played really well, um, came back, you know, almost gave themselves like you know a sniff. Um, but at the end of the day, it just it this this team this year, they seem to get especially motivated to come back when the game's kind of gone. And mm. while that can give fans you know warm fuzzies to go like oh well you know we're gonna get smashed but we came back at the end of the day effort is a fucking metric that is valued by the fucking loser yeah like it's not the loser that's probably that's that's probably not fair it's it's a metric valued by the person who doesn't want to fucking see the reality of the situation (laughs) like it's it's like a Pollyanna fucking stat like you don't Effort's great, but believe me, you're not talking about effort if you're fucking winning. Yeah, exactly. And and effort yeah, you know, it's like it, it actually makes me sick. <laughs> like because when I hear people talking about effort that, that support the same team that I support, I think, well fuck, we're that team now. You know? Yeah. Like the Eels, they're big on fucking effort. Panthers, they've been big on effort with their injury toll the last couple of years. Mate, they they've crazy mad about the effort.
2: Yeah. You I'm know bit- what? You do turn the effort corner.
1: Nathan Brown, uh, oh, he's very pleased with the effort. Yep, down yeah. there, down there in Newcastle. Man, so Penner
2: is still fucking ravaged by injury. Yeah, we've got two rep players sitting out. Yeah, at the moment that yeah. that should be playing. Yeah, uh, but you turn that corner mm. where where effort's no longer enough. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. Then you sign Anthony Griffin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, he he's looking that he may get you back into the final. So I mean, quite frankly, he's 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 the god that Ivan Cleary never was. Look, I'm just talking. This, like it's a results-driven business, and like Cleary never got him, did he?
2: Oh, Ivan Cleary's seed <laughs> is excuse the pun. The next coming. So
1: indirectly. So so so, so, in, in, so what you're saying indirectly in a back to the future kind of situation or a Terminator situation Ivan Cleary saw the necessity for the Penrith to become successful and so so then you know decades almost two decades ago impregnated a woman with the, the sole purpose to be a vessel to deliver this chosen one
2: <laughs> yep it's okay he actually uh,
1: Sarah Connor thing in Bali
2: he jizzed onto his foot and kicked it into her uterus from the sideline <laughs> to uh to have the immaculate conception
1: okay yeah, you see that Sarah Connor shit in Bali though Sarah Connor killing a cop
2: how, how many people are going on Twitter that cop's obviously an evil robot from the future I gotta- well,
1: first thing I did was throw up a picture of Robert Patrick <laughs> <laughs> how do you plead guilty why'd you kill a cop because he came up to me really creepy, like, said, have you seen this boy? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, he, I thought he was a child molester, so <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> That's not funny. Why are we laughing about someone getting murdered? Is terrible. This show is fucking crossed the line. It didn't cross the line with, it, like, yeah you know, making, you know, cripple jokes about Christopher Reeve and stuff, but... Yeah, um Sexy Bethany, Sexy <laughs> Underscore Bethany '97. <laughs> Storm like me playing rugby league live three, just passes to Valo and the score over and over. Yeah, he had some. He had some luck in some of the tries, but some. I mean, he's they've they've found their new fucking like I don't know, like you know, Israel Folau maybe or yeah, he's
2: and, and good yeah, man, he's, he's sticking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's... No, good. Um, I like him a lot. If that's what Bellamy's got out of him after. You know, Three quarters of,
1: and he is at the moment now. He's like tied. I think isn't is Isn't he got like the record?
2: Is it oh, more tr- it. more tries in your first year?
1: Is it like a rookie? Else? It's like a rookie try scoring. I think he's tied. I think twenty-one is the record, and he's mm-hmm. got twenty-one now. So with two games to go plus the postseason, he's.
2: Do they count postseason in those I, sorts of records?
1: I, I I don't know, but I don't. I don't think it's going to matter because he's got two games to go. Yeah. He's going to he's going to cross the stripe at least once in the next two yeah. weeks. At least. Oh yeah. I mean, it's where Storm's scoring their... You know, that's where they're getting their points. Um, the Real Cambo, 96. The way for Blake is pushing and shoving Storm players around, anyone would think one of them is the cunt's wife. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: <laughs> Hashtag white ribbon. Mm. Cassidy Aiden. Storm played a great game at Brook... Uh, a, great gra- a great game. I was at Brookie, but I was shit-stirring Manly fans. All on the hill. Great sense of humour. Took all the banner in stride. Hold new respect for Manly fans. Well done, yeah, sir. which yeah. is just the in, it's just the indicative of how rotted the culture at Manly has become. Because you had a fucking you try your, you you tried your bands in 2011, you died. <laughs> you would be, you would, be, you would buried under that fucking hill along with all your mates and all your fucking yeah. predecessors. Yeah. Now they're just like, oh, yeah, effort was great. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for sportsmanship. Yeah, race right, sports. Yeah, we can't be we can't be arrogant cunts anymore. So. Meanwhile, I'm just like, <laughs> same, same, I'm never changing the dial. <laughs> Shot 86, Goonie Gugu scoring four tries outside of Will Gandalf Chambers surely locks him in as Rookie of the Year out of Cleary or Taylor. So there oh, you go. Fuck you hey, saying? there you go. There's a Penrith guy even, even ordaining, so I, I don't think... No. He's a good effort, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm still thinking Taylor. Yeah,
2: it is a half... Is it easier to win Rookie of the Year Fuck,
1: as a half? Well, it's it's, it's easier to win anything of the year as a half, yeah. like the Dalie itself, it's like the yeah, prop of the year. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, who fucking second like,
2: round of the year?
1: But like those those awards are so fucked anyway. Every year they they'll have like the the, yeah. the highest polling Dalie M prop, for example, and you won't even be in the four they throw off. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll just throw it at some other. I mean, the, the, the voting for those of the years are,
2: are ridiculous sometimes. Can somebody please Kanye West at, at the ceremony this year? About Ryan James not winning M.
1: <laughs> you're saying you're acting like he's not going to win.
2: No, it's, no, we know that it's a conspiracy. The NRL won't let it happen.
1: Yeah. See, James only needs a uh, one or That's two more tries. That's why they in
2: Tedesco's jaw and he sleep the night before the game. Yeah. Mm. Just take the points away.
1: The Illuminati, they work in mysterious ways. That's it. And they have powers. Mm-hmm. North Queensland Cowboys 34 feed the Warriors. Six up at 1,300 teeth. crowd just over 15,500. The Cowboys 34 came from a double to felt. Tamalolo, O'Neill, Ray Ray Thompson and Michael Morgan with tries, thirst, and five of six conversions. The Warriors, six points a try to Ryan Hoffman and a conversion to Sean Johnson.
2: Mm. Yeah, the Cowboys have been suffering a bit of a form slump. You know, like you said before, the, yep. the quality of a lot of the these top-tier teams has, has suffered recently. Yeah. Um, Moving in into the tail end, there's two things for for them that I really liked and for Cowboys fans you should be very happy with. Um JT's hanging back more. It had it had reverted back to that stage where, where Coot and Morgan were going to him more often than not. Yep. And, and Thurston a lot of times was getting the ball unprepared or in situations he didn't want to be in. Um but that you know, the, the quality of player he is he's recognised that and he'll do something about it. And you look at the first couple of tries that they scored, it was just the fact that Morgan was down on, on his side and yep. Thurston was really in no position to take the ball, be past the ball, be involved in the play, which forced Morgan into a, an attacking kick for for the first one. But um, apart from that, their big men are back to rolling through and Tamalola was just fucking damaging yep. on the weekend. Yep. He, he was, was back to where he was sort of pre- pre origin I want to say um, where where he would just take the ball and have his legs pumping and, and be just destroying defensive lines so uh, in in terms of how they move for for the next couple of weeks I think it'd be very important to them to go and defend their premiership from a top four position yep and coming up against the the dogs this year this was a really important game for them to, to get themselves back into form on. Um, for the Warriors, a little bit like the Tigers. You know, it's it's always a little bit sad when you see a team that's playing for their season yeah. that actually has more than just the old, oh, mathematically they can still make it. Yep, yep. Um, where their season's still in their own hands. Yep. Uh, and and they come out and, and put in a, a performance like that. Like, they, they completed at 57%. Yeah. The... There's nothing to be happy about. No, for that performance.
1: And uh, we didn't get fuck all tweets on that one either. So it says everything on the, the Warriors fans—they've bailed. Yep. They—they've <laughs> seen the writing on the wall. They've
2: <laughs> that Charlie gubbed it. Fucking Charlie gubbed? it. Like, he resigned? On the,
1: oh, I don't know. Well, he got—he got he got that he got that—you know—that decent suspension. Yeah. And it's kept him out of uh kept him out of the out of the lump. zeitgeist, which is a shame because I mean that motherfucker was on top of the world after that fucking crayfish thing, <laughs> like. <laughs> Right. That, and and it's uh, it's just indicative of the, the the lack of vision of the Warriors organisation.
2: Yeah.
1: In that, just like the just just the way that they you know, they they can't seem to get you know consistent winning culture into that thing. They can't they don't realise when they've got an absolute fucking crack up genius on the books, and that should have been a weekly thing. And you know it wouldn't have been as gold every week, sure. No. But you would have more often than not, you would have got some amazing but, shit out I mean, of that Yeah, it?
2: exactly. And you could have him do anything. Go and interview the other players. And
1: just yeah, interview on. players. Go out in the streets. Talk Look, to people. Can know. you
2: imagine someone who's a actually funny? Yeah. And doesn't know they're funny. Yeah. And doesn't think they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. Going and doing the same sort of stuff that Bo Ryan does. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. New Zealand. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it'd be like Bo Ryan, but before he became Bo Ryan. Yeah. Started so fucking you know chicks from high five and whatnot. <laughs> 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 Canberra Raiders 28 defeated the Parramatta Eels 18 uh, just under 19,000 now GIO the Raiders 28 came from four tries to Branko Lee Jared Croker and Soliola also have a tries Croker two of six conversions the Eels 18 tries to Jennings Semi and Bevan French Gordon two or three conversions and a penalty goal Can
2: you imagine how good Croker would be if he didn't lose three times his body weight and electrolytes out of his tear ducts every game
1: do you think it would actually make him better, or do you think that he's actually, they have like a special, you know, sort of Gatorade, reg- Gatorade regime, <laughs> yeah. there. like, where whereby he's basically, <laughs> he's just drinking it, like every breaking play, they're just, just fucking, throw, just intravenous, they're, just, they're, just, they're just throwing a fucking berry blast at him.
2: him. <laughs> um, fuck, it was his world out there, and they were all just living in it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, d- did some calculations, and, At this stage of the season, if Parramatta hadn't been stripped, they'd be ninth at the moment. So they'd be in that group playing for their final survival. And it's interesting that the team that had the best game of the round in that position is the team that has no possibility of making the finals because they were stripped. So um, I I think that goes to to Brad Arthur for keeping his players in in that sort of mindset. And they came out and they really shocked the Raiders, I thought, in the first little while. Um, but for the Raiders, like I said, it was it was just the Jared Croker show. He was running hard onto the ball. He was effective. He knew when to pass. Brinko Lee owes him some fucking drinks or a <laughs> night with his missus or, or whatever you give someone for that. But um, Dished it off. Oh, but for the Raiders, uh, like Papali was also very, very good. Um, and he's, I don't want to say underrated, but almost under-noticed. You know, he's he's one of those guys oh, who, yeah, who gets in there and every, every now and again, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, Papali's there and he's he's amazing. Um, he's starting to inject himself more and more. Yep. And, and I think the more he does that, it can only be better for them. And Whiten as well, who I'm going to put it out there and say that he may be the most improved player of the season.
1: He's always been very good, but, I mean, the people have been able to hang that Got Still got pay thing on yeah. him, you know, a, a little bit. And I think what's happening is he's being really good consistently enough now that people are, it's you know, starting to wash it away.
2: Well, he he used to have rocks and diamonds games. Yeah, you know, I did. He'd, yeah. he'd score score a solo try. Yep. But then he'd drop the kick off. Yep. That that was that was his. And, but he seems to have gotten a lot of those errors out of his game and his positional play. Yep. Seems to have improved a lot, which which comes with age and experience. Um, but uh, it, it'll do them good. Knowing that they can get in a situation against against opponents who aren't easy beats, mm-hmm. where where they've let in some early tries yep. to the danger men, to the speed men, like yep. they did with with Jennings and and Arada and French, um, and they can knuckle down yep. and get it done. Yep. Given from here on in, they're just going to divert to Jared Croker and say, "Get us out of this shit." But <laughs> you know, it, it's good that they know they can do it.
1: Yep. Sexy underscore Bethany ninety seven. Canberra's goal line defence is nothing short of amazing. power really throwing everything at them. Uh, especially first half. Mitch Doyle, 13. The Raiders are doing all of the right things at exactly the right time. I actually wish them well in the finals. Hashtag no souls. Wow. Andy Kintz, how's that hashtag bag of tears taste eels? We'll keep our dicks. Hmm. I'm trying to make a thing happen, I think, Andy. of tears. Andrew, you're trying to make a thing happen. I see what you're doing and mm. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Ever since Jay came on the podcast, I've caught diseases. First Hemorrhoids, then Vertigo, and now the Viking clap. <laughs> then he's got hashtag NRLSTDs. <laughs> Although I don't think there's going to be too many more for the list, to be honest. Uh, the Roosters 42 defeated the Dragons. Six at Allianz. Crowd of just under 11,500. The Roosters 42 came from tries to Orbison, Madison, double to tupo Blake Ferguson got a double as well. Uh, Aiden Guerra with a try. Um, conversions. Um, Takahou, three of three conversions. and Mitchell, three of four. And a goal to SST as well. Dragon Six tries the Gareth Widdop conversion. Gareth Widdop, that's it. Mm. Nice little run at the end of the season for the Roosters. Give the fans, yep. give the fans something to to crow about. <laughs>
2: no, <it's> so funny. <laughs> um, oh, the comedy. Yeah, again, it, it's it's probably one of the reasons that that Roosters fans and, and Mitchell Pearce can be a little bit dirty at what's gone on with James Roberts.
1: Um oh, yeah. Are you saying that they're are you saying that the Mitchell Pierce thing single-handedly derailed?
2: Not single-handedly, but had a very, very large large part to play in it.
1: You had know. a part, yeah, sure.
2: Um, it, it may be, though, that, that that's the reason that they're, they're doing so well now is because he's more focused on his footy. and Not playing right. drunk. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
1: Not playing with a dog in I, his I, pants. I
2: don't, I don't think this <laughs> game surprised anyone. If... Tomorrow, you get a letter in the mail that says yes. an elderly relative has died. You've inherited the St. George of the War of Dragons. Yeah. What do you do between now and the beginning of next season?
1: Sell them to the Chinese. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Rugby league team. No, it's a cotton station. Just sign the paperwork. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was, the The problem is there's been so much like premature and like early transference of players and things like that that I just what's left in the marketplace that could possibly make a significant change to these guys Well,
2: my question how do you how do you keep somebody like Frizzle how do you keep him engaged how do you keep Aiken engaged
1: how do you put well yeah just how, how can you possibly lay out some sort of blueprint that we know what we're doing yeah so don't sign that big money offer that's going to come from a club that's more successful than we are and looks to be on a better trajectory yeah yeah I get
2: you so it's um you know what happened to the team to smash
1: the fucking Sharks last week though this is the thing exactly they've got it in them and yeah of course if a team's inconsistent then they're they're out of finals contention their you know their inconsistencies obviously plays a big part you know in Mm. in the DNA of their season but Mm -hmm. none of that just there was just none, none of that was visible Mm. nothing at all Mm. um the foley good hands Blake Ferguson probably the first time he's heard that out of court Wally Frogmore we only lost because of wearing the Illawarra strip who says we don't think of the Steelers fans hash back in their day hash tradition uh Devonhead hashtag put out your bintang singlets (laughs) (laughs) he's on the flight Giannis underscore Mateus (laughs) this is like experiencing my worst sexual nightmare where I go to a lemon party with my father-in-law with the stiletto still in (laughs) <laughs> and then he went on to say that uh, he said, uh, Giannis again said uh, we are a transfer of Frizz and Aitken away from being Newcastle
2: I saw that tweet and that, yeah. that's yeah. the reality yep yeah. that's it that's the reality
1: Monday night for bits the Rabbitohs 12 defeat the Sharks 6 hand them their third straight defeat a crowd of just over 7,500 uh, the Rabbitohs 12 came from tries to Cody Walker and Joe Burgess Cook one of two conversions and a penalty goal and uh, the Sharks 6 came from tries to Wade Graham and James Maloney Conversion,
2: yeah. The um, the, the the sharks built their season obviously on, on the back of their forwards, mm-hmm. uh, and and then with, with their outside backs having having the, the speed and strength, and for most of them, a, a short kick in them as well to yep. to score their points. If, if you look at the stats on this one, they led in a lot of really important stats like runs and meters gained, and that sort of stuff. So it points to the fact that execution's a problem for them, mm-hmm. um, and and their big men seem to have caught the doggy disease. Whereas previously and, and when they were on their their upwards trajectory, the the big men were getting the ball at speed yep. far enough from the line yep. that they could choose what angles they were running yep. to best worry the defence. Yep. Whereas now they're they're right up on the defensive line when they're receiving the ball. They're flat footed and they yep. they're, just, they're not effective. It's yep. it's basic. Um the thing that gets me about this one is after... And, and when they don't lose many games, as the Sharks haven't this year, it's mm-hmm. obviously more notable. Yeah. But every time they lose a gate, Flanagan is fucking refs-faulting his head <laughs> off the next day to yeah. anyone that will listen to yeah. him. And I think that's doing his team a disservice. And I think that's creating a an attitude within them that will go count uh, counter to them. When they come to finals time, yeah, um, because once once you're in that part of the year, sometimes there is no next week. Yeah, that's so sometimes right. not looking at yourself and saying, "Oh yeah, it was just the ref," and Tough. oh, yeah, it was just yeah. that they they stopped the game when they shouldn't have and gave them a breather and got them back into yeah. it that they shouldn't have. Yeah, D- there is no next week. You've got to dig yourself out of that. Yeah, that's it. Um, I think I think Maloney's got enough in him to do it. The return of gallon will boost them. Um, but a lot of people are writing them off. I'm not ready to do that yet.
1: No, you can't write. I mean, a team does not win, you know, like 15 or whatever in a row. Yeah. By being, you know, like a shit team. Exactly. And it's very rare where you see a season where a team hits their straps early and continues for the entire way and without a hiccup or a little lull in the action at some point. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to make the finals in good position. Uh, so I don't think we need to start riding watches yet because no doubt they'll, you know, re- regather themselves, you'd hope.
2: But isn't that lovely? You're right. They won yeah. 15 in a row.
1: Yeah.
2: And what what is it now, three or four? Three in three a draw. Three in a draw. Yep. And the talks out there, oh, they're, they're done.
1: They're done, yeah. You know. That's that's history talking you more can than...
2: win 15. Yeah. But lose three and yep. all of a sudden you're, you're nowhere.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Ben R47. I guess a bunch of Souths fans died because they are holding up those "Till I Die" scarves, and I don't see anyone
2: there.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, said, so "Dead set." That is, that is one of the best tweets we received this entire year. Oh, I that's reckon. fantastic! It's great.
2: You know what? You should son print that print that tweet out. Yeah. And frame it. Does it have the word "cunt"? Does it have any swearing in it? No. Because I don't want you to put no. that on your wall, and your no. parents walk in and no, does not and see that shit. But no, well done. That's champagne.
1: Mesut underscore Ossal. A-U-S-I-L. Won't have to worry about Cronulla having a home semi taken off them. Hash sharks in decline. Hash 49 more years. It's a little bit early, so Voodoo Rock. It's like they've lost all their pep. <laughs> Cruzy06. Large bags of juicy dicks for all the dick munching, dick gagging, dick gobbling, dick stroking. Hashtag Cronulla fans. Hashtag memorabilia that. Cruz is very offended by that memorabilia thing I mean that's the one that's the one thing he'll reach for every time now some of the the collectible memorabilia thing Special K Online seriously though I haven't wanked in three weeks I'm so backed up I have a salty discharge leaking from my eyes hashtag need to spoogele
2: now was that a typo or is he saying spoogle as in google google
1: porn or something I don't know I don't know, because it's not splooge I don't know, I don't know, there you go Kay, hit us up, let us know, or don't, you know, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, that was completely rhetorical, please don't let us know.
1: Mitch Doyle 13, Uh, no, for real this time, that was the bag of dicks we need to eat before the finals, (laughs) I say, put your dicks out. reviews for round 25 fuck me we're getting close to the end now Oof. Thursday night the Doggies take on the Cowboys at Belmore
2: yeah it's in Belmore um, so as long as the game can go to completion with no violence or stoppages or things thrown onto the field mm-hmm. um, coming to this I, I think the Cowboys are, are heading into their finals form and I think the Bulldogs are struggling to regain theirs yep. um, without Cassiano on the field it takes away a a fair aspect of, of the Bulldogs' potential. To, to be
1: honest, I mean, the, the time the Bulldogs have looked the most dangerous for many a week is the, you know, the, the three or four minutes that Cassiano plays. Yeah.
2: yeah. I may be think, exaggerating. If you think back to it, it, it was the Cowboys that broke the Bulldogs this year. They had no, their on-off, on yeah. on-off, off They and, thumped the they did fuck them
1: up up there, yeah.
2: Yeah, and they they gave them nightmares. Yeah. So, um, no, I think uh, North Queensland will be too strong.
1: Melbourne Storm take on the Brisbane Broncos at Amy so down in uh, Melbourne. Broncos apparently back. The Storm looking pretty good they, they, they say. I think, that, you know that machine is just humming along where it needs to be at this stage. Bellamy's done the finals thing how many times now, so it's not a problem for him to, you know, get just a side up and taper a side. I think they're exactly complete, where he wants them to completely be. Completely distracted. Lynn yes.
2: Shields has just tweeted a picture of a Serena Burger in a hipster restaurant she's in.
1: Is she eating that, or is she just seeing, it, witnessing it?
2: Oh, I think she's eating it. Fucking <sighs> nice. Is it? Is it like a spider crab Serena Burger?
1: Like a soft shelled sort of crab? Yeah, thing? yeah, that is. Well, that does look like a soft shell crab. Fuck me, that's some gourmet Serena Burger shit. That Jesus fuck. Sorry, she can't hear us talking to her right, right now because you know we're not live. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I, you know, both coaches are very experienced. Yep. Um, the I is is it that they fear him more? You think? Um. Nah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think, I think the Broncos are a young squad that are still, still coming together. Whereas the Storm have enough of a spine that have played for, for a thousand years together. Yeah, that they can basically be a coach on the field. Yeah. and and no matter how good he is and how, how um, you know, exciting his style of gameplay is, good old fucking catfish Milford. Yep, is, isn't the sort of player to. To be barking instructions to to the Corey Parkers of the world, yeah. telling him where to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is this going to be one of those? Hopefully, you know, one of those great games that tells us where things are going a little yeah, bit, gives a bit of insight. It. Because this one should, you know, let us know where the Broncos are in terms of the comeback. You yeah. know, rather than rather than playing against a, a clearly out of sorts dog side and and you know an eel side that's had fucking a kitchen sink thrown at them this yeah. year. So uh, you know, the Storm humming along okay. So yeah. And it's also a good test for the storm as well because, I mean, yeah, they were, you yeah, know, they had some down weeks, you yeah, not that long ago either, so. Yeah,
2: that's it.
1: I think the storm down in Melbourne, though, uh, okay. unless the Broncos are genuinely back and, you know, turn on some kind of sparkling fucking rugby league. Uh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Canberra Raiders at Brookvale Oval on Saturday afternoon. Uh, this one is would be, I guess, a, you know, Jamie Lyon celebration sort of day. It was supposed to be his last brookie game. Yeah. Uh, Injury has prevented that from happening, so it's just going to be a bit, of a bit of a Jamie Lyon day, I think. And uh, as a result, I think Manly are going to win Canberra. looking, they, they Canberra want to lose a game. Uh, they almost got their wish last week. Um, this week, wish granted.
2: Yeah, no, I'm tipping Canberra for this one. And I think that they're in the sort of mood that that they'll be going into this game hesitant from last week. You know, I think they, they probably went a bit cocky against Parramatta. They right. won't make that same mistake twice. Um, and I think they'll win this one comfortably.
1: It's Gold Coast Titans take on the Penrith Panthers. Hope Solo Coliseum. A home game with potential finals appearance on the line. I think it's another side that is, uh, you know, equally as, as keen to seal their place or, you know, secure their place in the finals. So it's a game with a lot on the line. One of the more one of the more high stakes game of the weekend, to be honest. Games of the weekend.
2: I I think the Gold Coast need the win more than Penrith do. Yep. Um, definitely, they definitely do. E- yeah. Even if we lose both our remaining games, and the teams below the Titans win both of their remaining games, which is yep. going to be very very tough for them to do, um, we still get there on four and against. So yeah. Um, yeah, un- unless they win both games by. Thirty points. Yep. To nil. Yep.
1: Um, this one being like a double, uh, double yeah, points sort of thing. If you know, effectively though, for depriving you guys of two points and gaining two points themselves, plus yep. with the four and against yep. becoming, you know,
2: um, it, look, we're not fighting for a top four here. Yep. So, so my concern is that the penalty are going to clock off a little bit. I think this is a big test for their mental fortitude. The Gold Coast isn't a horrible road trip, but it is a road trip. Uh, The Gold Coast have classically done very well against the Panthers. Um, But it it will really stand to be seen if if these guys can can stand up and get counted. You know, your your Merrins, these guys, your Latus, need to take it to the Titans uh, and really dominate them. But I think we've got plenty of of potential to do it.
1: You should should be able to handle them unless, uh, you know... MVP, Jared Haynes, has to uh, do some Haynes shit.
2: Haynes just, Yeah, he will do some Haynes shit. He's going to be reliving that first catch he had in the NFL over and over and <laughs> over. It's my fucking Groundhog Day for you, <laughs> Haynes. And it will be this year's Rookie of the Year.
1: All right. Ash Taylor passing him the ball for the winning field goal. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, he I thought you thought I was Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I am. Taylor, the rookie throwing him the balls for Nathan to Nathan deliver Nathan. The, the death blow.
2: There. Cleary.
1: Cronulla Southern Sharks take on the Sydney Roosters at Reclaim Australia Stadium Saturday night. If the Sharks I, are fucking serious...
2: They, they need to win this they game. Have, they
1: have to arrest the slide. Yeah. And they have to do it now.
2: I think the Roosters will get out to a lead in this one. Yep. Um, before Cronulla mount a little bit of a comeback and then the Roosters just give up on it. I think Cronulla will win it in a close one, but I think the Roosters will give them an almighty shock.
1: Yep, Roosters seem very keen on, you know, playing a spoiler role and giving their fans something to look forward to next year, mm-hmm. you know, when they hopefully, you know, for them, have a have a have an uninterrupted and, you know, completely non-disrupted, <laughs> undisruptive, you know, situation with players and dogs and, and uh, you know, whatever else, yayo and drinking and the rest of it. Yep beaten wives you know who didn't actually but you know allegations and so forth mm. uh look I mean I'm, I'm tipping this, the Sharks because it's at home one because it's their home game and that's not really the main reason but the two is just if they're fucking serious they just need to they need to turn this shit around and they need to do it right now and I'm just really interested to see if uh, you know Gallon coming back in
2: has that much of an impact um oh yeah they haven't looked like they've missed him too much yeah um I think they obviously planned to not have him around, so... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to play three State of Origin games a year, and that's all you're guaranteed.
1: Yep. And, uh, and let's see if uh, Barber can get a bit more involved as well and try and capture some of his form from not that long ago, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm still going for the Sharks, because I just think the Sharks have to. Yeah. Yeah, And, and you know, when it comes down to it, it, comes down to doing that extra effort, then, you know, yep. that's usually enough. Uh, uh, the Warriors take on the West Tigers. Sunday afternoon, over there at Mount Smart Stadium. Two clubs that are probably done for the year now and know it.
2: Tigers theoretically. Yeah. If the Titans lose both of their matches. Yeah. And the West Tigers win both of their matches. Mm-hmm. Maybe. um
1: Yeah, we're they're in they're in mathematical territory now. Yeah,
2: they are. And where where their their destiny really isn't in their hands. That's but, right. Um, Again, just based on the fact that Newcastle uh, Newcastle, the Warriors came out last week and just completed horribly when they needed to win a game. And the Tigers came out and played with no heart Mm -hmm. when they needed to win a game. Uh, And I think that if, if they can get off to a quality start against the Warriors, that'll give them enough of a happy feeling for their forwards to actually do something for them.
1: Yeah, and they might be able to, and like the reverse is true as well, they might be able to break the Warriors, you know, from from their side, mm. but um, yeah, I just, I think the Tigers are going to win, I, I, I haven't looked up how they traditionally travel over there, um, how they go in New Zealand, but I just think on paper, they've made you know, rank, in, rank into the wing, so uh, David <laughs> Nofaluma in, in the, the fullback position, so hopefully that changes a lot of their... Well, the misfortune from yes. last week with Rankin very unhappy. Um, but yeah, I, I see I see nothing recommending the Warriors other than the fact it's their home ground. Mm. Uh, Newcastle Knights take on South Sydney Rabbitohs at Hunter Stadium. Sunday afternoon, this will be your Channel 9 game. What a fucking crack Channel 9.
2: Yeah. Well done.
1: South. Yeah, the it's South factor. Nice diabolical... <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, look, South will win this game. They should win it very comfortably. I don't, yep. I don't think they've got any reason to clock off for the year. They still seem pretty intent on. on and even if they wins.
1: do, they're going have to do us a nice. Yeah, it's new come custom. on. Parramatta Eels take on the St. George Illawarra Dragons Monday night pitch at the Pillow Fortress of Pertec Stadium.
2: Hmm. I think Parramatta come away with this one.
1: The Eels of last week versus the Dragons of last week.
2: Yep, definitely.
1: Last, you know, last start then. You know, yeah. Plus,
2: sammy has got another week under his belt. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Gutho was very, very good again
1: last he week. Has running been, the ball. Yeah, he's been um, good a couple and, of weeks and now. And
2: if he, if he starts getting getting involved and and running it early early in the tackle count this week as well, I think it'll be too much for the Dragons. Um, just what the Dragons show they put up last week. There. We'll see
1: what this Drew Hutchinson. You know, we'll see how we'll see how he goes. I mean, you know, Mary's put a lot of you know a lot of uh, a lot of faith in him. Yeah, by dropping by dropping Benji and putting him in there, yep. mate, and scapegoating Benji, then this kid will need to you know reap dividends and not at least some sort of dividends. Him.
2: Not a bad word to say to him. Well, there's nothing I, on I the line said, now, and they've know. said Benji will play the week after as his farewell, yeah, get his farewell. Yep. Um, so to this kid, it's like, well, you know, go out there, go and play. If you kill it, you're not playing next week. If you fuck up, you're not playing next week. Get yep. out there and just see what you think. So. Yeah,
1: you got nothing to play for because you're not playing next week, motherfucker. Exactly. Right? So uh, just go out there and have a Hodges. Yep. Have a (laughs) hot (laughs) debut, and in any case, I mean, I think I think the Eels should be able to get them though. Yeah. And that is full time for episode 236. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. So make sure you hit the like button, share the post around. And uh, I see you motherfuckers. I see you guys that share it each week. So, you know, you're my favourites at this stage. Fantastic. Uh, no new iTunes reviews this week. So those people aren't my favourites. The people who thought of doing a review and didn't. Um,. So it'd be great to get some more of those before the end of the year, and also remember the mystery. Help us solve the mystery of where all the people are coming from, because uh, I really just want to know. Mm. Yeah, it, the the people are coming, so it's presumably it's like a you know like a favourable, you know, flattering.
2: That's you know, it. Whatever, if yeah, if you have thrown some referrals out there, yeah, let us know nice. so we can credit you accordingly.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um Supercoach, Obviously, these competitions are winding down. We've been through the first. Um, Two weeks of playoffs now, I think, and uh, so we're into the third weeks of the playoffs um, for the Tard Cups and the main ones, but on our group, where it just comes down to straight score, uh, NZ underscore Magpie 54 on top still. The Pool Sharks not out of it in second. The Wendells still not out of it either in third, and then we move back through the ranks a little bit with Bobbers, Too Much Tuners, Ramon Robbo, Ives, Seagulls, Dave's Doggies, FarQ, All, and Puds Picks rounding out the top 10, and Tipping.
2: Can I just say, yes. any anyone who logged in to your Supercoach team last week, yep. you're the real winners. Yep. Anyone that has the fucking patience to do that for a full season, <gasps> yep. well, I salute you, sir. Or look, ma'am.
1: Look, uh, last last season I did very well with Supercoach, and this, this season I didn't. And I think that it's uh, my commitment to Super Coach this year is best illustrated by the fact that I've got about 14 trays left <laughs> in the final When yeah, realistically, I should be running out (laughs) in the two weeks before the end (laughs) of the yeah or or whatever. So that says it all, really. Um, Tipping whitey on top. He has uh, broken the deadlock and is on top 131. One point back, we have David Kingston and Lemon. Oh, sorry, David Kingston. And then a further point back, we've got Lemon. Further point back, Desi's Ducks. Another point back, we've got SNS Marla. Another point back, we've got Matthew Bell and JB and uh, Erebus Chaos. Michael Rothery. And then one point back, Bulldogs Bulldog Wixie. So the top 10's actually closed up a little bit, but we've got a point between first, second, third, fourth. So. Every tip is important now, and it was a good effort, 7-7 seven, seven right last week, is, uh which probably lost on the Cronulla game, I reckon, for Whitey getting his perfect round, and that would have just about killed it if he got a perfect round.
2: Everyone needs to go Penrith this week to make sure that no one's gaining on you, or, uh, or extending a lead.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. And as always, with the large influx of new listeners, let you know about some other podcasts in the family. Uh, if you're into MMA, get around uh, This Week in MMA. It's another show I do. Just check it out. on Just do a search on iTunes, you'll find it. We'll um, go to twimo.com T-W-I-M-M-A. Uh, .com. And also, if you want one about pop culture, movies, comics, fucking, what else? TV, just general shit talking about movie stuff, that sort of thing, general pop culture. Rocks and Diamonds podcast, also on iTunes, look that up as well, I think it's rocksanddiamonds.com. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's all I've got time for this week. Sensational. So, uh, it's
2: almost finals time. As
1: always, enjoy your footy if you're in the mix, and if not...
2: Who would have thought at the beginning enjoy of the Bali.
1: year that it'd be my team hanging into the top eight? Not yours. Probably no. us. Probably yeah. everybody, no, really. Fucking like, like, oracles, like, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like And ev- everybody who, <laughs> who knows that, that Trent Barrett is fucking a terrible coach and uh, and uh, it's a results-driven business and you'll still be driving it even without the results. Fucking <laughs> can fucking cunt hole. Um, but yeah, <laughs> enjoy your footy. <laughs> See you next week.